here in North Texas, and I am joined this evening by Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you? Doing well, Brian. Just wanted to say um, that intro on the Super Bowl would cost like $5 million. Okay, he's referencing my uh, miscalculation um, on recording, but you know what? I, point taken. No, 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 no. I was mentioning our intro song is long, and I just noticed that today. It's like uh, 25 seconds. Yeah, but so it's, it's like good, the, it's you know. unfortunately the best 25 seconds of this podcast every time. So fuck it. That's you're correct. I would just like to mention that we got that song commissioned, <laughs> custom, didn't pay a dime for it. Yeah. <laughs> that, I don't, like, I we don't, just had a yeah. friend who was just like, oh yeah, you're doing a podcast? I'll record a song. For I don't you. think you can say commissioned for free. That's not a thing. Those are well, it's not, it's it, Yeah, you can. Okay. You can commission. You can. It's just commissioning is just asking someone to make something for you. Oh, exactly, Brian. Fancy. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Villem in Tulsa. Webster's the English Dictionary up in Tulsa. What, how's it going? Yeah, Villem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I usually try to softball it into Villem so he can have fun, but you know what? Fuck it. Villem in Tulsa. How are you doing? Starting violent. Extra stout tonight, Brian. Extra stout. Wait, Guinness extra stout? <laughs> yeah. May, you piqued my interest. You won me back over. Villem, welcome. <laughs> um, uh, and we also have a special guest with us this evening. Um, we are joined all the way from, you're, you're still, I'm going to, you know, I didn't read the one shooter that Frank didn't put together for me. Winston, uh, a long time <laughs> yeah. friend from college. Winston, how are you doing? Yeah. I'm great. I'm great. I'm really good. Where yeah. exactly are you located? Because usually I'm I, in Los Angeles. Okay. That's in California. I'm told. He's been there for yeah. 10 fucking years, Brian. <laughs> well, okay. But see, here's the deal. It's just like, okay. Southern California is essentially like Dallas in that if you say that you're from Dallas, you're like, were you? Some people take offense to that. They're like, no, I'm from fucking Plano, Allen, whatever. So I don't want to okay. say, like, he's from Los Angeles. He's like, well, I'm actually Venice yeah. Beach or whatever. The, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Redondo, baby. Yeah. No, I'm in L.A. I'm in L.A. Yeah. You know, hey, but it's it's on that point. He actually, I happen to stumble upon the, uh, first off, stumbleupon.com should be a website. Additionally. Okay. I think it is. Um, it an uh, <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> Should be a bigger website. Come and gone web 2.0 failed. Should be <laughs> Frank should be a massive, massive web 4.0 website. Um yeah, I, that was a that was a bit of a lead on joke. But um okay. no, what I was saying is 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 the uh, <laughs> he had a post this week where he said I, I moved I moved to LA 10 years ago. And then someone was like, well, was it 10 years ago? They said, yeah, 10, because I actually technically lived in Orange County for like six mm. months. So apparently the Orange County time yeah. does not count. Mm. No, it does not count. Well, I mean, no, all right. uh, yeah, I moved to L.A. proper the day after Labor Day in 2010. Oh, so like happy decade anniversary. Yeah. Oh, well, cheers to that. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. So Winston, you uh, we we had the pleasure of meeting in college, and then yes, uh, you you uh, uh, ran away as soon as possible. Which good, I mean, good good on you. Um, I felt like I was in Oklahoma for a long time, but uh, I think seven months sometimes can be feel like a long time depending yes, on what yes, part of Oklahoma yeah. you're in. So it's fine. Uh, <laughs> 
so you're in LA, home of uh, actually really, really good beer. Um, mm-hmm. And being a beer podcast, and the, we have to and address. The okay. All right. Patriot <laughs> Frank over here. Jesus Christ. Austin has really gotten to you. Um, Winston, what uh, yeah. what are you what are you drinking this evening? I've picked up uh, this is a th- I got Thunderbolt Gold Lager from Highland Park Brewing. Ooh, Highland Park uh, is a badass brewery. Yeah, this is my first time having this. Uh, I I like beer a lot, but I don't necessarily search it out as much as I should. So for this podcast, I was able to actually find a a bottle shop that delivers to my house what? today. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, and I picked this up, and I picked up like a local cider, oh, and uh, and then a a Feist beer from West of Honor, just because uh, it sounded good. Those uh, the the Feist of Honor Fest beer, yeah. In the uh, in, did they have them bottles out there? Yeah. Okay. Um, I did. I asked that because there is there are some places in the states that only sell like five liter kegs, and I was like, God damn, Winston, oh, God. crushing it. <laughs> That might be my weekend. That might be. I might try to follow Paulina, find a Paulina one. Oh, for those I, little five liters and lose my mind. When I first moved to Texas, that was the first thing I bought because you know Texas liquor stores. I mean, they're it's far superior. Yeah. you can buy cold um, shit there, and yes. they had a uh, a five liter keg of Paulina Oktoberfest, and I tried to drink all of it one night. I I didn't, but that was in my younger days. I wasn't in, I was in prime <laughs> drinking shape like I am now. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Now you could easily polish it off. Well, Frank, <laughs> Frank was around when I polished off a five liter keg of ten percent triple IPA. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Wait, wait one second. Wait one second. Okay. You were the- polish off was generous. It was about two thirds full, which is still <sighs> two thirds too much. But um, it was about two thirds full, and I mean, I think you and I both split one of those big. Like we each had a big one, and then the rest of it, I was like, I'm out because I'm I'm when it comes to IPA is that big. I'm like, you know, yeah. one will do. Yeah. And Brian was like, I love this. I love this. I love this. And by 11, he was in the backyard sleeping. I had ordered um, pizza for, the, I, for the house and I fell asleep in the backyard. That did happen. <laughs> I got tired yeah. from drinking so much is what it was. Um, no, I, I get uh, it. I was carrying the I team. Get it. Uh, uh, have you guys, uh, if we're talking about like uh, amount of drinking, I, my first birthday out here, Went to a local place called Redline. It's like a German pub. Uh, they have boots that I think are uh, one and a half liters. Das Boot. And I drank three of them. Oh, uh, uh, The last one, they were like, don't let him drink this alone. Because people kept <laughs> buying them for me because they're fun. And I experienced uh, something <laughs> that has only happened a couple times called uh, what I call cold belly. Ooh. Where you drink so much cold liquid that your belly gets cold. And then when you puke it up, it's cold liquid, which is refreshing. <laughs> uh, had- and, and ever since then, every time, like if I drink, I mean, it has to be an exceptional amount of alcohol. And, and it's drinking <laughs> beer fast. It's cold belly time. And it's like not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I have a problem? Is that what I've just discussed? I, Wait, I think so. what's most impressive in this is that when it came yeah. back up, it was still cold. So it tells me one of two was, things. That's what I was going to say. One of two things. Either you drank it excessively fast or so you, fast. You ha- yeah, I was going to say, or you have some sort of interior, like inside refrigeration uh, unit going yeah, on, which yeah. also cool as shit. I mean, that's. Yeah, I'm cool. I got a, I got a Yeti stomach. <laughs> um, <laughs> double, triple insulated. Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay. So, so, hey, so, okay. So, cold stomach comes from yeah. some experience, right? So, mm-hmm. 
is is the vomiting always associated with cold stomach? Yeah, can you have if it's cold? Yes. If it's cold, hell yeah. yeah. Invite it back it was, up. Go, like go someone for a like, second round. Like I was puking in the in the bathroom, and a friend got to my birthday party, and I heard him. I was like, "Hey man, I'm in here." He's like, "Oh, hey, are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just puking up cold liquid. Uh, it's just, it's literally just the beer I just drank. It's fine." <laughs> And then I walked back out and continued my night. You know what? So <laughs> having a person show up to your birthday party where you are vomiting—that's yeah. a classic Stillwater, Oklahoma move, yeah. is what that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's grown in yeah, the heartland. That <laughs> that's grown in the heartland. You don't find that on those on, with those those uh, coastal elites. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Everyone. That's true. <laughs> I was like heartland flyover state. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just <laughs> holy shit! Um, <laughs> Drop, dropping bombs in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a way to welcome people to your party. Thanks for coming. So. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming in. I'll be a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He doesn't flush and tells him if you want to see an Oklahoma product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a look. <laughs> if you'd like to see a toilet full of essentially still drinkable beer, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> If you know, if it was a truly Oklahoma move, you'd walk out, you'd you know, like hitch up your belt a little bit, and be like, "Now that's a sour beer," and you just walk out, yeah. just something fucking like some like walk away line that you hit him with, and he's like, oh, "That's yeah. weird as shit." I don't even know this man. Yeah. It would have been greater. I guess, I guess I'll flush for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Frank and Austin, I see. Uh, we'll address that's what up. you're holding. Uh, but wh- are you drinking anything fun and special tonight? I am, Brian. I am, I am. Uh, I've decided one of my uh, drink nights in the week is going to be cast night because it's not fun without it. Um, I'm sorry? So I am... Okay, that speaks volumes, Frank. Volumes. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to just limit it to two nights a week and cast night's one. Okay. So Sam Adams, Oktoberfest, obviously hit the shelves a while back. I also reviewed it earlier on a different cast. But I got them at Sam's, and phenomenal deal on these at Sam's, by the way. You uh, twenty twenty four rack for like eighteen bucks. Can't go wrong. All right, yeah, um, yeah. You, so, you got to be careful. You're gonna, you're t- you're stumbling into tar- into Parker's territory there. He might uh, file copyright infringement on the way you purchase beer, because I don't think he's purchased beer outside of uh, uh, Costco or Sam's in years at this point. I think no, but he does. He he goes to Costco. And and in fairness, Costco has actual craft beer buyers. I'm fairly certain Sam's Club does not, because every single fucking selection at Sam's Club is like, oh, this is just more than they sell at Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> it's all they do. Oh, cool. I guess I could buy sixty Coors Light. I don't know why anyone would mm-hmm. need to do that, but I can buy sixty of them now. Good, that's good. Uh, or any any any, <laughs> any complete complete shit cheese that you see at Walmart, you can get. A gross ton of that at Sam's, if you would so choose. I mean, uh, define shit cheese. Yeah, because I don't think what, what it do you exists. Mean? One, like, like, uh, like American cheese slices wrapped no. in uh, plastic. Okay. That to me it's, is garbage cheese. That's great. It's uh, I mean, how do you make case? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta say it has its place. I, yeah. It has its place. Have I, you ever put that into ramen? It's yeah. delicious. I I learned that, into ramen. I learned mm. that that cheese actually really has uh, properties that help other cheese melt better mm-hmm. so if you throw american yep. cheese between two like fancy european cuts of cheese it makes a badass grilled cheese sandwich yeah. you know you science. know what else does that's, that that's, no that's, granted i've never used it for grilled cheese that's science frank oh, it really good. yeah it's got it's a special kind of grilled cheese in my opinion <laughs> oh 
yeah. I'm telling you, Kenji, <laughs> Kenji Lopez alt on YouTube. Go check it yeah. out. He tells you how to make a bomb ass grilled cheese. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, it hold for on. a different reason. You appreciate it for that's a fair. You have specific usage for it. When yeah. I buy sliced yeah, cheese, about fifty fifty percent of it needs to be able to be eaten out of the fridge, <laughs> not on anything. Just um, let me eat my I, fucking I, sliced cheese. Show me, show me on this chart where you can't eat Velveeta like Kraft singles. <laughs> oh, whatever. oh no, oh, God, Velveeta! Whoa, Mister yeah, Moneybox over here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, as a humble no, brag, I we like, like to throw yeah, those in. There like stuff. I'm lucky like if I don't, if I don't get like the teeth. worst one. Yeah. No, um, American cheese is great. It's good on a burger. It is okay. cheese. It's just a processed cheese product, and that's okay. Yeah, I just it's I don't done. like it. I think it tastes okay. like plastic to me. Not a huge. That's fan. fair. That's fair. I, if you get the if you get the stuff that's not individually wrapped, it tastes less like that. I know too much okay. about American cheese. I'm an American <laughs> cheese apologist, so I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, big oh, big American cheese over here. We've invited him yeah. on the cast. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, goddamn. Yeah, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm lining my pockets <laughs> with all the bucks they're giving me. Yeah, that would be some <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, easy, easy. Velveeta bucks aren't real dollars. Okay, you, you, you <laughs> can only, only spend them in the Velveeta store. <laughs> That's yeah. how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> only get at the company store at the Velveeta <laughs> factory. It's Frank, a bad deal, but I signed it. So Frank, you would shit your shit your drawers if I showed up to your house and I just had a big Velveeta like tattoo on my forearm. Like, oh, they paid me for it. You know, Got to take the sponsorships. I've already. Can. I've already. I mean, I, you know very well. I've got strong opinions. Um, no, America, America cheese is one of them. Other one is Bucky's merchandise. Love the store. Mm-mm. Don't understand the merch. Bucky's. Don't understand people wearing the shirts. Don't get it. So <laughs> my neighbors love the shirts. Brought it up at a neighbor's barbecue. Got fucking slaughtered. Everybody was like, oh, next time I'm wearing my Bucky shirt. I was like, fair enough. Okay, cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like, why are you wearing a Bucky shirt to Bucky's? I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> yeah it's like wearing a shirt of the band you're going to go see to that band. It's a weird yeah, thing. It's not a band, but yeah. it's not a band. It's not a band. It, it also ru- I... ruins entire cities. Fuck Bucky's. Sorry, I'm yeah. I'm off team Bucky's. Does it altogether. ruin cities? Is it the Walmart of? It... Uh, is it like that kind of thing, dude? I mean, so... nobody's going to the local grocery gas station and being like, "Man, what an institution!" <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? I no Bucky. They put a Bucky's in Denton. I'm sorry, <clears throat> Denton. And the, the it, like, they had to change the fucking interstate. That's how, like, that's how much it changed. Goddamn Denton, and for Fair up enough. to uh, like Fair eighteen enough. months, it was a goddamn nightmare driving through Denton. And guess what? Still is because the traffic flow it now flows around Bucky's. Just everybody's wanted to go to Bucky's. It's fucking stupid. I get it. They have spicy saltines. Those are pretty great, right? But I like, get it. I mean, on a road trip, one thousand percent. You're going through Denton. Just do what everyone else does when they go through Denton and try to get through as fast as fucking possible onto your other destination because it's probably not Denton. And if it is, you're not stopping at a giant chain like gas station. You're going to yeah. The... You like one of those mom and pop boutique? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the more the more boutique, the better in my yeah, non GMO yeah, gas yeah. gas stations. <laughs> they don't have names on their candy bars. They just all have different colored wrappers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's the natural grocers of fucking gas station stores. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Anyway, I oh, understand God. it as someone who lives where there aren't Bucky's. Yeah. I understand it as a cultural touchstone like if i saw someone in a shirt i'd be like i get that uh 
but I would wrap a quick trip yeah. shirt if I can find one. Oh, shit, yeah. A quick trip shirt? Oh, hell See? yeah. See? But that's okay? That we'll is... You know why? You know why? Because I've never... Uh, I've had to sell to quick, sell beer to quick trips. I've mm-hmm. never uh, uh, seen a quick trip go up and be like, Jesus H Christ, the traffic is terrible because this fucking quick trip is here. Never once, never once. But you know how it is driving Fair. through Dallas. Yeah, I mean, you've also never seen a, you've never seen a quick trip the size of a fucking Cabela's. Yeah, I mean, we're getting close. You should see some of the uh, the quick trip that's built across the street from Bucky's actually in Fort Worth. Yeah. Is equal size to Bucky. Oh well, no, nah, I'm not gonna say that. That's fucking crazy talk. What am I, am I an asshole? It's ju- it's a giant. What are they 120 picture. pumps? Yeah. Bucky's is its own kind of thing. It's a truck stop supposed yeah. to be. It's but ninja, it's they don't allow trucks. Special kind of. They don't stop. allow semi trucks. They do. Oh okay. Oh boy. Oh, oh, okay. Boy. One Let's go. Oh, Let's go. No, no, no. You, you might. I, I could have sworn in New Braunfels they've got a, a truck entrance. Uh-uh, as a matter of fact, it may be truck delivery entrance, but Bucky's says in like specifically oh. on their signage, no 18-wheelers allowed. But, yeah, uh, Frank, your internet is garbage tonight. I'm just going to give you that heads up right now. Uh, uh, give me just a minute. Yeah, I'll give you all the time you need. Uh, I was going to talk about... Uh, Don't heads up me. I'll fix it. <laughs> I'm going to give you a heads up. Heads up, your internet sucks. Uh, Willem, you're drinking a Guinness, a Guinness Extra Stout tonight. Is that correct? Yes, yes, I am. Okay. Uh, Very happy with the choice. Uh, is it a six pack bottle that you picked up? Yeah, I'm already on my third. I had a kid. Way to, way to, way to go big on a Thursday. Nice. Um, I know. A heads up for any of y'all out there uh, who have it available. They sell Guinness Extra Stout in 19.2 ounce cans now, and it is a freaking game changer. A beer is so good. And the last thing oh, I want to have to do. Uh, it's a stovepipe, technically. I mean, that's what I call it. But it's, it's those tall, skinny cans. <laughs> those are annoying. <laughs> those are annoying. Stovepipe, technically, that's what I call it. That's hey. not technically. But... Hey, we are on a beer podcast. I, uh, I, I'm looking around. I'm hold on. I'm searching, looking far and wide, and I see no other beer experts on this podcast that I've self-titled. Uh, so I could I could call it however I want. So yeah, yeah. yeah uh, well, I call it Churchill Downs, but that's just technically where I'm. <laughs> <laughs> that's an Appalachian, Winston. You yeah. know this to be true. <laughs> Classic Appalachian. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's any other part of this, any other part of the country. It's uh, I don't know. I had something, but mm-hmm. then Frank dropped and distracted me yeah. big time. So well, those kind of suck, though. Those cans. Honestly. Why? Why is because you can't drink them fast enough? Before they get no, out. like I like if I, I want a twelve ounce or like whatever the tall boy is. Oh, what's the in between? Twelve ounce or sixteen ounce? Yeah, I mean, sure. If you want to do what your dad did, you know that's cool. But I don't like slavery, so I like to be a little more progressive with my beer choices. What's, what's a pint amount? Pint is sixteen ounces. Sixteen ounces. How much? Sixteen ounces that's in y'all? America. Yeah. Jesus, I thought I was crushing pints. I was killing it. That's not that much. No, I mean nineteen. No, I think uh, an imperial pint. Beer, or a, beer and a third. Beer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> beer, and a third. or or as fucking Miller High Life put on their pack on their twelve pack that I bought this week, uh, two more ounce or four more ounces in every can. I'm like, thanks, dipshit. I I really appreciate this. So we've ounces. we've moved we've we've moved on from Bucky's. We're just gonna leave Bucky's hanging yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm I yeah, I'm not. Okay. I don't. I can't. Frank, right. you said it. it I, you said it previously. I'm just. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We can. We can move on. I'm it's an kidding. argument <laughs> that can be had if one side isn't right, or if there isn't one definitive answer. Mm. And there is one. I gave it to you. Fair enough. 
I'm, I'm doing the blackjack yeah. dealer changing hands. Next topic uh, for which, our for our Spanish speaking listening audience out there. Um, Bucky's is basura. <laughs> is basura? It's garbage sound. It's trash. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, thanks for calling out our Spanish listeners. Who I'm sure there are plenty of listeners that we have who speak Spanish. They don't turn to us for their Spanish language only beer podcast. Eh? <laughs> well, I just wanted to be sure. I wanted to be sure the interpretation there was correct. Thanks. Are you taking that on? Are you going to start like really like doing our Spanish? Spanish. We could get like a whole new market. Oh, you know what'd be hilarious is even if I did translate in Spanish, you all would look like total shit, and I would make myself look completely amazing on this podcast. (laughs) Oh my! And you wouldn't know different. Winston, welcome to this. (laughs) You wouldn't know different. This is he. He he says that about English too. Like he's like, I make y'all look like shit. <laughs> we get done. With, we get done with the podcast, and he's like, "Well, I did great. Y'all all fucking suck. You really need to step it up next time." Yeah, guess, guess, guess who won the two hundredth episode? And it's two hundred to nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> does sound like some shit you would say. Uh, okay, so I want to cover the beer that I'm drinking tonight because I did buy it uh, last week um, when I saw it available. Caught my eye and knew, like then Frank worked out uh, that Winston would join us. And I know Winston is a bit of a foodie. I mean, mm-hmm. you were on a, a podcast that d- was specifically yeah. focused on food. And yes. and you f- you post some badass food pics every now and then. When I, when, I, when I scroll through the, the Instagrams, yeah. I see someone was like, oh, oh, that's Winston. Oh, what's he yeah. eating today? What's, <laughs> what's going all on I with post. Um, This beer is actually from Jolly Pumpkin uh, out of Michigan. That's in the United States. Um, yeah. This beer is called All Eyes Bond Me. Okay. Ooh, all right. So it is a oak-aged sour ale brewed with bread, carrots, daikon radish, jalapenos, mm-hmm. cilantro, salt, and peppercorns. Wow. And I'm going to tell you right wow. now, yeah. they put a lot of lot of ingredients in this beer that I cannot taste. So, um, <laughs> but it is a really good, like super dry. It's only like five and a half percent, five point six percent alcohol by volume. Just a really good ass. Like saison, this is what I'm gonna say. I don't even. It's sour. I don't. I don't I'm not picking up on. But it is fucking good. Um, yeah. So do you think if I like heated that up and dipped uh, like some <coughs> pork and pate in it, it would be like eating up on me? I mean, here's the deal. You bring that up. <clears throat> I would absolutely. If this wasn't as expensive as it was, I would dip a sandwich in you it. Would dip a sandwich because cool. it's that. It's got all the flavors that you would want in a little au jus, and like a little okay. little little cutting flavors yeah. in a nice fatty sandwich. Um, but wow. can you give us a a please English listening audience translation of au jus? Au jus. It's uh, I think that means oh you, and then it's talking about like <laughs> how dare you? You know what I mean? It's like it's a saying. It's a colloquialism. <laughs> Um, it's oh, it's it's a it's a regional thing. Oh, Joe, it's yeah. yeah, it's like a yeah. Brooklyn mom selling yeah. it somewhere. Yeah, it's really a Long Island thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There it is, one of the boroughs. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, so funny, funny story. Full full disclosure here. I went to uh, the Bearded Monk in Den, and I saw that they had posted on their Facebook. They had it. I was like, cool. And they had a Bond Me truck out there uh, the day before. And of course, I'm always a fucking day late for these fun things. Um, but. I was picking up some other beer to take to my buddy Jay in Oklahoma. Um, I was like, you know, maybe I'll pick up a bottle that bond me, you know, all eyes bond me. I know he's, he's a big foodie too. May he may enjoy it. And they told me how much that bottle was. And I was like, I love you, Jay. Um, I, 
I'm not. That's a that's a lot of money um, <laughs> to be dropping on a beer. How much, how much was it? So if I show, like, I'm going to show you the bottle here. Okay. Okay. So okay, it's a sizable seven, bottle. It's a 750. It's a big bottle, is mind you. Is this a stovepipe? Is this what you're, what is this? No, this is, uh, the, 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 the plebes out there would call this a bomber, okay? Um, a I, bomber? I, I don't. Okay. I, I say it's a 22-ounce bottle because I'm classy, and um, it's, oh, I, technically it's 750, so a little okay. over 22 ounces, whatever. Uh, but 7.6% alcohol by volume. How much, okay. do you, how much would you throw in for a bottle like this? I, I mean, I know. Fifteen. Yeah, California 15? prices may be a little different. So fifteen, okay. Yeah. Frank, you're on your phone smoking a cigar. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm actually looking up, looking it up on Drizzly. Um, looking up the no, I'm not. Okay. Uh, I'd say so. A bomber that for me maximum, I'd go with fifteen as well. Okay, so you guys were ballparking a lot better than I was because I see a bottle like this, five point six percent alcohol. Yes, it's a sour beer. I'd say like. 12 ish. Okay. Is pushing the old $20 mark. Um, didn't. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Willem. I thought you were still on mute. I thought you were, thought you were yeah. nuts deep. Sorry. Oh, is mute. Don't pass it to me. I didn't, I should not go on mute then. <laughs> well, I was trying to be respectful of what was happening here, but yeah, no, uh, is it, it caught me, it caught me out of left. It caught me out of left. Yeah. That's, I mean, 20 yeah, would catch anybody out of left field. Um, yeah. Uh, I, it's not it's as the bad best as Jester it, Kings. Sorry, the best Jester Kings go for twenty. Like that's, oh, that's shit. a lot. Uh, did you see their post today, my friend? Was it the new Prince one? No, 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 no. Uh, because uh, that uh, one I know goes for like fifty. Uh, no, uh, this one is Black Atrial, which Atrial Rupicide is their uh, raspberry uh, sour ale, which I, I mean, that was on my top of the top list um and then i tried it mm. and it's still on the top of my top list it's that good um but they made it they blended it with um uh black metal their uh, farmhouse stout and they aged yeah i think it's five pounds of raspberries for every uh gallon of beer that they had made so okay this, this is a big ass beer big ass raspberries and the price per bottle is 38 dollars next week <laughs> oh wow that's a Ugh. so that's it's a, a that <clears throat> But that flavor profile sounds similar to, um, now obviously not as intense, but the Professor Stout from Blue Owl. Oh, um, I, close, yeah, close. You're you're you're, yeah. you're in that same ballpark. But I imagine the flavors in this are just fucking out of this world. I, I bet it's I bet it's crazy because their farmhouse is super funky. Yeah, like it's not. That's an understatement. I, but yes, you you're correct. Yeah. Uh, now I know Jester King because whenever anybody comes down here and they're like in love with sour they want to go and every time i go i'm like holy fuck i hate sour beer <laughs> like every oh, yeah. single time I, I was gonna say that must be rough because every time i come down there i'm like just trying to ease us into like closer to jester king no matter where we go i'm like oh yeah that'd be cool what if we stopped over here you know no i mean i, mean, just, I have oh, zero oh, problem oh look like, what's over there it's jester king we should probably stop by maybe grab some pizza and then watch Brian spend too much money at Jester King and then get upset about it and then be like, you know what? It was worth it. And then secretly I'm still so, upset about it. You know how that goes. <laughs> let me be let me be clear though. Jester King does have non sour beers. They do. So they have a whole different section of taps where you can get kind of like funky releases from actually all over the country. Yeah. Um, and they also are So they, of- they, they they like trade with other breweries that are okay. in their kind of class. Yeah. So it's it's cool. Because I can taste those beers, but every time I go and I'm like, oh, let me give Jester uh, the old college try, 
it always just I never finish the glass. I give it to my wife or I give it to Brian. I never finish it. It's a <laughs> it's a burden that I'm I'm saddled with, but you know what? I'll take one for the team. Oh, thanks, Brian. Yeah, no problem, buddy. God damn. God damn. Yeah, sour beers are gross. <laughs> <laughs> Do you don't I'll like you're not a, you're, you're really not I'm a big not fan. A, I'm no, I'm like a very I'm I'm very much a lager person. Okay. Uh I don't, even IPAs for the most part I'm like, nah. And I used to like fight it. Like I would be like, "No, I'm going to like them and I'll I'll burn through it." <laughs> and I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, "No, that's just not what I like." And that's fine. And I'm just going to keep going with what I'm going with. Dude, I mean, yeah. that's the kind of the premise of this podcast, man. Just like like beer if you yeah. like beer, if you don't, like that's cool. You can still hang out. Uh, well, I got a cider for this because I thought uh, I was like, "Oh, I love cider. I'm a big cider guy." Okay. Uh, as a as a post beer drink. Okay. Uh, as a and chaser. I bought this cider and I hate it, and I'm very <laughs> bummed about it. Yay! <laughs> I love it when people hate shit. <laughs> and I know why I don't like it, and it's a it's just like shit. I should have known this is what this was going to taste like. Tell us what and the tell fun. tell us what the the cider is. So this is Goat Rock Cider Company. They're out of L.A. or Southern California. Uh, I want to. That's great. I'm on board. This is their pineapple cider, and mm. it's so it's fermented pineapple and apple. Mm. The problem is fermented pineapple. I love. Have you guys ever had tapache? It's like a fermented pineapple drink uh, with. It's made like you just basically put pineapple, sugar, and some spices into water, and then the yeast on the pineapple ferments itself. Cool. It's delicious. Okay. But this tastes like a second, like you can multiply, like ferment it multiple times. This tastes like a second fermentation. It's lost its sweetness. So it's too dry. So it's like funky Mm. from fermentation, but no sweetness to balance. It's fine. I'm going to drink it, but I am like kind of (laughs) pissed. Like, God damn it. So I want cider. I I don't want a beer if I'm buying cider. I want a cider. uh, (laughs) Does does Tapache kind of taste like pineapple beer? Uh, a, a little, little bit. bit. It has elements of that. It's really specific. Uh, I think it's like, for me, like the first pressings, because uh, my co-host of my podcast makes it, uh, a guy named David Swick, he will make it. And the first pressing is like slight, like barely funky, carbonated, sweet pineapple juice. It's amazing. It's like okay. the best flavor. And then the second press tastes like this, which is like <laughs> beer that had pineapple sit in it for too long, kind of. Uh, it's okay. not... I'm, I'm, damn it! I'm mad. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. Um, but I love, I love when people taste something and they know why they don't like it. It makes me yeah. so happy because then that's like, it's like me whenever I taste a beer that like I just know the recipe's shit. Like there's nothing physically yeah. wrong with it. I'm just like, did you fucking taste this? What the? What are yeah. you doing? Why are you doing this? Uh, but that is hilarious. Yeah. This has like a, it's, it, this is like, if you've had uh not great, um, kombucha, it's like that fungal funk thing. Flat funk. It doesn't or bacteria have, funk. Yeah. It doesn't have the peaks and spices of like a uh, funky, like kombucha. Yeah. 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 yeah it's gross. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Chug, chug, chug. Yay. Stupid. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Winston, did you know how we came up with the name of this, this podcast? I do not. So, uh, Parker, our, our dear sweet baby Parker, um, we caught him at a party one night, just going through and drinking the rest of all the beers that were left around oh the party. And he was like, you know, we're trying to make sure I take care of all these wounded soldiers. And so we used that to carry on to the name yeah. of the podcast of No Beer Left Behind. Uh, 
Yeah. Is that what that's now the thing that I'm going to think of when I think of things we can't do anymore, <laughs> like like things that we're not allowed to do now. That's maybe number one. Yeah, you cannot drink after like just yeah. random beers. That, and we even asked him like, Parker, you dip right? And he's like, Yeah. Hmm. Do you spit into just open cans? Yeah. You're really playing Russian roulette there, aren't you? Oh, like, <laughs> oh what a nightmare! Oh, oh my god. But oh. that was at your house too. Did you remember that? <laughs> That was oh, that was Lord. when we uh, I slept on the old microtel windowsill bed uh, in Stillwater. <laughs> Frank, you're on mute. Yeah, one second. Um, so, Willem, <laughs> you you did not know that Parker did this. Oh yeah, I knew that he did this. I just didn't think about the. I didn't know he did the spitting the. You know, just like into random cans. I didn't know that. Oh no, he doesn't do oh, random okay, cans. No, I'm just saying, you know. If someone there had also dipped and also performed uh, the same actions. Oh, yeah, yeah, true that. I mean, yeah. No, I, I think Parker, oh. even at his drunkest, is... Nah, I'm, I'm not even going to finish this sentence. I was going to say he would know which can he spit into, but he also tried to set up a tent in your kitchen that one night. So, <laughs> Tiny kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tiny kitchen, full-ass fucking tent, oh, because yeah. when he was outside, he got the spins. Another drinking ailment that happens... Uh, I'm going to put it up. What did you, what was it? Cold, cold tummy, cold stomach, cold belly, cold, cold belly. belly, cold belly. I knew it sounded like a drink. So yeah. Yeah. We're going to put that in the uh, dictionary oh, of drinking fans. ailments. Um, you get, yeah. I you ever, know if you're left behind dictionary. We do uh, available soon. It's good. The do my you all have like God. <laughs> the recipe for the spin. Like I know what's going to give me the spins and I can actively avoid it, but sometimes I'm too drunk to remember to do that. Uh, but you guys know, like, because I know it's like either either drinking and then someone's like, here's some weed and one hit and then I'm destroyed. And then that's a nightmare. <laughs> or it can also be drinking and then nicotine can do. It's really don't smoke Ooh. is really what. I need to <laughs> <laughs> see, I like see Winston, <clears throat> you're going about this from a scientific standpoint. I like yeah. to be surprised by when I'm going to vomit. You know uh, what I mean? Uh, so I don't take notes afterwards. I think I maybe should. Maybe that's what I'll spend my thirties <laughs> doing is taking diligent notes of like, well, oh, this made you puke. Don't do that again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really for me, it's just uh, astronomical amounts of alcohol of all okay. sorts and varieties mixed in together. And then yeah. that special concoction as it gets jumbled up inside my tummy, then my head, my head doesn't stop. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and that's that's where I get in trouble. Um, okay. Also, whiskey. A lot of whiskey in large amounts, like you know, uh, like a half bottle. You know, drinking all night. Yeah, that'll do it. Classic. That'll do it for sure. I found that if I mix them, um, like I did a I did a trip to Vegas one time where we we all made a deal. It was a one night trip, and we all were like, because the upside to living in LA is you can go to Vegas for one night. Uh, yeah. so we, a bunch of us went who all worked together and we all bet each other. We put $50 in, uh, each at, in our, it was all people I worked with in like a, a cabinet at work. And we were like, if you fall asleep in the bed of the room we rented, cause we like had a room to like store our stuff. Mm -hmm. If you sleep in that room, you forfeit this money gets split amongst whoever didn't sleep. Ooh. Uh, so people slept in hallways. <laughs> people slept, uh, someone fell asleep at a restaurant. I didn't sleep. But I found that night, I kind of discovered, like, if I just don't care, if I pretend as if hangover doesn't exist and I just drink whatever I feel like drinking at the moment, I didn't have a hang. I mean, I was a zombie the next day because I stayed up all night drinking in L.A. or in Vegas and then took a bus home at 7 a.m. <laughs> but uh, 
Oh yeah, it was a mess. Someone puked on the cab ride to the bus station. It was, <laughs> it was truly like, uh, oh wow, we really almost died. This is amazing. Um, but I found like uh, nights where I don't plan if I'm not thinking about it, and I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. I'm usually fine. What you need to do is put out a motivational tape, a, mo- a series, <laughs> a motivational series. Yeah. Just like, you know what? I told myself I could will the hangover out of my head. And I did. I acted like yeah. I didn't give a shit about a hangover. And you know what? I didn't throw up on the cab ride to the bus station. Like scumbag <laughs> Tony Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And you know what? I was just like, maybe I'll find love. Maybe I won't. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Somebody stand and then, up. And, and then. <laughs> The the exit music is just the story of my life. <laughs> as long as your walkout music is Stone Cold's entrance music, then we're yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's the entrance music to the night. It's a given, okay? mm-hmm. obviously, obviously. I can just see Winston pacing around the front of like some ho- shitty hotel like expo room. Cannot fall asleep. I cannot fall asleep. No, no, oh, and man. pointing at yeah. people who yeah. are like holding pamphlets that is just basically yeah. empty. I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I even here? And you can fight that hangover yeah. with willpower. Just don't give a shit. Yeah. And you just like banners fall from the ceiling. Don't yeah, give a shit. Yeah, just losing my mind. <laughs> it's worth noting one of the people who went on this trip is now a New York Times bestselling author. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> like you and, and another one has a uh, Pulitzer Prize. Well, like, it's the holy shit. trip of people and we all went and lost our minds. You it know what? Truly... I dude, you have the perfect opportunity, Winston. You <laughs> can claim you are responsible for all of their yeah. achievements yeah. through your mind power. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that night is when you guys got those ideas. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That's when this happened. You just, you I just, love that my memoirs will be like, times I got drunk with people who were successful. <laughs> no. <laughs> who, no, you change it. You change that mindset, Winston, who became successful. Okay. There we go. Yes. There fair it enough. Is. I did it. Yeah. The You're truth. welcome. Yeah. That's the title of your memoir. <laughs> Yeah, it's like instead of uh, promise keepers, it's enablers. (laughs) (laughs) You have like therapists all over the country just like, oh my God, no, no, this book, no, you can't, people shouldn't read this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're like, uh, like, like late middle aged Tucker Max. This is awful. (laughs) Don't do this. Except you actually wrote this. God, this actually yeah. happened? Yeah. My God. Yeah, except these these are your real stories. Oh my God. You need to go get in therapy. You need help. That's why you're here? Not with me. No, no, no. No, no. my name's not gonna be attached to this. Uh, uh holy uh, fuck. That's come to my TED Talk tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no beer left behind should sponsor a TED Talk, and it's all just <laughs> shitty That's stories. Right. But 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 everybody involved in the no sleep Las Vegas trip needs to be on stage. Oh, oh yeah. God. And and um, we just need to have buckets because yeah. in between wisdom, there's bound to be vomit. Shots. Um, <laughs> just, just, and all we can see is just like a stage of aspiring academics giving the, the, the best advice, but they had a little fun last night. You Guys, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could also oh, take hung this. Hungover TED talk is a fun idea. You could also take yeah. this to the cult angle, you know? Uh, and become like some sort of leader of these group. Yeah. And uh, then instead of like taking communion, you just do shots. You know what I mean? Oh. You're like, I think that's just called evangelical church. Yeah. No, they don't do beer. <laughs> they don't do alcohol. We've already ever. I've, 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 yeah, oh, do we know that I, for sure? You I, don't think Joe Osteen walks up there just fucking hammered? <laughs> 
No, I don't. I think that evil lives within uh, naturally. Uh, oh. It's the second pressings uh. of fermentations. <laughs> I see. Oh, he's getting high off of second fermentation cider. I get it. Yes, I understand. Uh, Frank, are you are you still smoking a cigar? I am. It's my it's my Damaso standard. Uh, I was going to do crazy. I was going to guess based on the wrapper, uh, but I saw that you would. I haven't cracked. I haven't cracked yours yet. Well, I want to I want to smoke that it, one with you, the one that I have as well. Yeah, uh, do a little herf cast. I think we need to definitely make that happen. Um, so, so my cigars that you sent are still all in the in the box. I want I want them to kind of settle a little bit, you know, like they got oh, that's, shipped. That's and fine. Whatever. The uh, the package that 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 I sent those in with the that was the, humidified. The was great. the Bovida packages that are in there, those, mm-hmm. those that can sit in that package for over a year and be just fine. So, okay. Yeah, you're 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 good to let those rest. Yeah, as long so my as well. my. My humidor is good. I've got the the same humidor you do, actually. Just hmm. um, copycat. Cool. I, I think my mom got it for me for my birthday one year. Um, no, she did. And it's she apparently you can get that little plexiglass like inlay with your name on it. Oh, so mine's glass, that. glass. So I don't know about your cheap ass plexiglass thing. Yeah. So oh, I'm sorry. No. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Boy. Weird flex. <laughs> it's super I mean, lame. My cider, I hate. Yeah. <laughs> Sip this tea and let let oh. this is between y'all. All right. Uh, so I think there's a couple couple things that I wanted to bring up. Okay. Oh, real. So can I tell you how okay, much the All Eyes Bond Me has changed now that it's warmed up? It's oh. really fucking good. Like oh. stupidly good. I, I like got it. Well worth the price tag. I just want to clarify real time. Okay. Late breaking news. Hold on. I think I have. It's good now. All right. Frank, back to you. <laughs> so, yeah, you haven't even oh heard God. the half of the drops here. Oh, yeah. No, we got a um, days. <laughs> we got a whole custom drop network here. Um, so, Willem, wanted to get a quick yeah. update. I know you guys had a massive, and you had brought this up on the cast before, which is why I'm bringing it up. Um, you had some storms come through. Sunflowers destroyed. Um, and then you guys replanted and it looks like you've got some new sunflower coming up. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So we had the, the sunflowers in the front and that's exactly what you said to happen, happened. They got knocked down, but really what happened is we have a shitload of ants out here mm. that I didn't, I've been too lazy to set a trap for. So okay. they kind of like helped the aphids just really fucking decimate my <laughs> sunflowers. So if you have ants, make an ant trap. So you- <laughs> uh, but but yeah, they got a storm came through. They're incredibly resilient, honestly. Sunflowers like they're made for the prairie. They stand up to hard wind. This was like very intense wind, and they just got snapped right the fuck over. And then we planted some later on in the back end. They're like a different variety. They look nice. Yeah, they're like all red. They look real good. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, big fan. Um, okay, so other question I had, garden garden related. Garden talk. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this is no garden left behind as well. Uh, so no weed uh, left unpulled. In 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 Tulsa, right? Um, <clears throat> when you guys do. When you dig, and I'm going somewhere with this. When you dig, is it a bunch of? Is it a but? No, it's not. Is it a bunch of rock, or are you like digging in good soil there? 
No, that's good to her. Okay. Because the reason right. I ask is I know I, I, I don't think I brought this up, but I, I think I discussed it with Brian. Like, beginning of August, probably the worst time to plant anything in Austin. Um, <clears throat> I decided I was going to plant 12 brand new potted plants, including fucking prairie grass, uh, in my little uh, green belt back here. And cul-de-sac. I needed cul-de-sac. a... <laughs> yeah, but it's, okay. it's a cul-de-sac green belt. Like, it's... It's right on the edge of the um, the retention pond, oh, but okay. it's not my property. Is what I'm trying to say. I see what yeah, you're saying now. Yeah, there's a creek that backs up there. Yeah, yeah. And I planted some stuff just to kind of you know, when you're sitting on the patio, you don't just see the fucking retention pond. And yeah, trains coming through. There it is. Um, and uh, uh, love it. I needed a fucking jackhammer, and if you've never operated a jackhammer, it is painful hold up like hold on it hold on sucks. did you have to rent a jackhammer frank no one of my neighbors owns one because okay. they've been okay. in this area for so long they you're right. know that you're right I, one, I, apparently. I, I asked the wrong question did you use a jackhammer frank yeah yes did no one take video of you using the jackhammer did we learn nothing from the last time you operated heavy equipment we have to have video of you uh, fucking it up. Oh he almost, Winston, he about broke a rib using an aerator a couple of years ago. It was goddamn hilarious. <laughs> my dad took that video too. So my dad, my dad took the video, sent it to the whole family. Then it got to the No Beer Left Behind chat because Villem laughed so hard. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, it, you have to spread around the world. Oh, it was goddamn great. Yeah, I, I think it was fucking ridiculous. That thing left a bruise on my ribs for like three weeks after using that. Yeah, it did, but it got a lot of likes over on the gram, so <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> so right. you you had to use a jackhammer. Fra- oh, go ahead. No, I said they call me Frankie Page Views. It's just what it is. That's <laughs> God damn it. Fuck your nicknames, okay? <laughs> that was good. Frankie Page Views is decent. I gotta give you a pass on that one. Uh, so you had to use a jackhammer to plant potted plants. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, dude. So, uh, so you, you, you use the jackhammer to make, okay. You know, when you plant a plant, you got to make it like, I don't know, one and a half times as big for most plants. Talk about a hole. Yes. The okay. hole needs to be one and a half times as big. Okay. Thank so following in order to do that, the pickaxe for 12 plants, just, it doesn't work. It's a shit ton of effort. Now, you think the jackhammer is less. No, no, no. It just reduces the amount of force you're putting into the ground. If it's 120 degrees out, just holding that bitch and pushing it into the ground is a shit ton of work. So, so it's, it's like, it's one of those machines that you're like, oh, is this kind of like a pendulum or, you know, a fucking, uh, what are those things called? A trebuchet? No, no, it's not. It's not. It's it's maybe a ninety percent effort kind of kind of deal, like to the original hundred. Um, so yeah, you're saving about ten percent effort um, by using that jackhammer. Honestly, like I I got real uh, kind of you know 
I gain a lot of respect for the individuals out there jackhammering roads and shit. That shit sucks. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> jackhammering gardens across America is difficult. I fucking love stories where you have to use way too much force or something goes horribly awry. Frank, I love these stories because I know it's a- I know there you have a neighbor who drives by who's maybe maybe somebody lives down the street sees you every once in a while, whether it's you yelling at the person delivering your water softener or it's you jackhammering some soil. Like, and they just look at you like, what the fuck is that dude doing now? And yeah, I just want to hang out with that person and just listen to their stories of what they observe yeah. you doing. No, it's fantastic. Someone, so next- <laughs> someone told a story that was like, he does not know how to use that jackhammer. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 like, he's, He's like, and it's over his head. I don't, <laughs> I don't know him well enough to tell him, but I feel like someone should. And he's, like, and it's oh, just so. in the grass. He's just in the yeah, grass. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Now he's just yelling at it. Does he know it, that's not help. That's not gonna do anything. They keep driving by. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Frank, I, yeah, there, I there's, there's no, there's no doubt, and and I mean, the number. I feel like the norm. Now I know the norm is that I I tackle something based on a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this tracks. I get in I get in way over my head. Mm-hmm. So far, so and good. then actually actually normally like I I do it on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm not one person to just be like I'm gonna bring people in to do this shit now. Um, most of so, it. So with this with this patio out here, you know, way overestimated how long it was gonna take me to to dig out the patio. Underestimated, but. Way underestimated, yes. Sorry, I said over. You're right. Um, but uh, I was always going to pay someone to lay the the, the actual pavers because I uh, did not want to undertake an uneven patio. Um, but yeah, man, uh, don't trust YouTube, I guess, is the moral of that story. <laughs> the cu- There's a lot that happens between the cutscenes. <laughs> no, like, that video was 20 not, minutes, no. and it took me three days. This is no. bullshit. I, I love... Frank, please tell me you now go on YouTube and just comment like you would comment on DIY Reddit. And you'd be like, wrong, already wrong. You're just, the electrical box is way out of code. You're never going to shock yourself. (laughs) That deck will never, did you guys ever, like, every once in a while, someone would post a deck that they built on Reddit? Don't ever do that. Just come and tear it to shreds and be like, oh, that's never going to be, you should just tear that down. Like, I was, I was. Reddit DIY, every top post on Reddit DIY is just a fucking disaster. It's not yeah. good. Like, it's like the purpose of that thread is just for real people who contract this type of work to come in and be like, should have contracted. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> It's do you absurd. Think, do you think there may be... Oh, what if we're living in some sort of fucking weird marketing scheme on Reddit where like other contractors or contractors post so that their boss yeah. can come in and be like, should have gone with Reds. Yeah. They would have contracted you out right. Yep. And we're just... It's just a fucking... It's a pyramid scheme of posting yeah. on Reddit. God damn it. Would not surprise what, me. <laughs> I think what we should do, we should probably start a Reddit subreddit called Don't DIY... And then just link to all of these posts, <laughs> right? And call it a day. We, yeah. we we didn't own the content, but we're we're categorizing it correctly. <laughs> <Don't>. uh, <Wow. laughs> the only thing on the DIY thread is like 
sewing a button on a shirt. That's it. That's the only thing that's left on the Reddit <laughs> DIY. And even then, you've got an old lady. I'm like, should have used a double double knot at the yeah. end. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you, Betty. Yeah, exactly. She's I like, well, it looks like a pea coat. That's gonna have a lot of fucking uh, usage to it. You better. Have you might one of that top. <laughs> middle button, you know, people grow. I think what you're going to want to do with that middle button is put about two buttons on there. Yep. Oh, That's why the internet sucks. <laughs> what were you saying, Villain? <laughs> okay, Winston, you live in a major city. Uh, no yeah. shit. <laughs> well, what's it like now in uh, in COVID times? What's your day like? Uh, I sit at home all day. I order everything. Um, you're locked in also. What do you, so uh, what do you do for your job? What, how I'm, do you do uh, work? Yeah, I'm, uh, I actually started a job two weeks before uh, everything shut down. So I'm an associate producer for a TV channel called TBD, uh, which is essentially like for a media company called Jukin Media. So I, um, yeah, I help them make like promos and help source new, new shows we're going to run and then make sure they're getting edited down to time, all that kind of stuff. But everything I do now is uh, it's all online anyway. Like it would right. have always been sitting and then I give editors notes that used to be in person. Now it is just in like a, like a video chat. Um, okay. But like the whole, I've been there six months, uh, everything except the first two weeks has been remote. And those two weeks were, Hey, are we about to all have to go home? So like, it's been very, <laughs> so, 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 so would you Wait, say what? everything is still up in the air? Yes. Yeah, up on on the air. Yes, that's what I would say. You son of a bitch, <laughs> no, uh, Frank. But you know, uh, LA is weird right now. Um, I spent the first three months of quarantine at my brother's place in Temecula. We went there uh, thinking me and my girlfriend went there, like, oh, we'll leave for two weeks, and then we just stayed because they have more space. Uh, and then I was like, uh, we've been gone three months from our house. We should probably go back. So. Uh, so yeah, Dude, the so cat's running back. out of food. Yeah, yeah, the cats uh, are dead. Maybe that's it. Maybe, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So we're back now. Can, and now did, we, did we put it? Did we put an entire barrel of water yeah. out for the cats? Yeah. I thought oh, you got it. I don't think we had cats. We have cats now. <laughs> Fuck. You you want cat uh, COVID? This is how you yeah. get cats. <laughs> it's a weird year. Uh, um. And it's weirder right now because we're in the middle of all these fires. If you guys have seen, like, it is, uh, it's dark now, but it ha- doesn't get brighter than like mid morning here now. Oh, and you can d- look directly at the sun because there's so much smoke. It's very weird. That's creepy uh, as shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's real, not good. It's really bad. Uh, so yeah, you're walking around outside. This this is not gonna. This is like oh, the end there, scene. This is this yeah, you is... don't walk around outside, right? It smells like a campfire outside. Uh, so like, and I'm not even like in San Francisco, it's terrible. You guys I'm sure have seen those pictures of like, it's like, yeah, they went full blade runner. Yeah. yeah. It's horrifying. Uh, here it's not that bad, but it is like, Oh, this is, this is not good. Don't go outside. This is real bad. People were running today. And I was just like, what the How? fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, they're just like, Oh, I need to get my, my pump on. And I was like, it, you are, it's is like you're smoking a pack of cigarettes. I don't know why you're doing this. Yeah, so, yeah. You, do, you realize at this point, it's the opposite of what you're trying to do here. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bad idea before. Uh, and now you're doing it with this. So yeah. whatever. Actually, uh, this is you, what you should do instead of your Ted talk until you can go to get drunk again in Vegas. 
go out to the local running trail mm. and then just yell hashtag peloton and then you know it, just Frank. walk past them God damn it. <laughs> or have you ever heard of yeah. peloton <laughs> and just move on you know <laughs> just troll them <clears throat> yeah winston go out and print a bunch of hashtag peloton stickers and put them on trees and shit and really let people God. know what's up troll them wear a mask just so you you know they can't, they can't really see it. me that's good yeah that's good uh frank bought a peloton He's uh, been trying ah, to uh, trying to get everyone. Everyone up. loves it. It's, it's like a, people it's, love it. I'm convinced it's like a pyramid. Love scheme. it. Uh, yeah. Mainly because how much Frank tells no. me. About it. Yeah, he's trying to give I me mean, I, buy yeah. in and go gold platinum. It's don't actually. Thing. Yeah. Don't actually tell you that much about it, but yeah, I, I do enjoy text. it. It's a great. It's a great workout equipment. That's great. Um, I do uh, DDP yoga right now. No shit. That's oh, that's also thing. good. Y'all, is that Diamond Dallas Page? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing yoga for regular guys. YRG, every morning, baby. (laughs) DDP said YRG. That's got all these weird ass. Yeah, it's real weird. I my roommate had it, and I was like, I just need to because I was walking every morning, and then we came back to the city, and I was like, I can't go on a two mile walk right now. It's too. There's too many people here. And then I was like, well, I guess I guess I'm doing YRG, and now I'm on month three of waking up with Diamond Dallas Page every weekday. I'm gonna Very tell weird. you. I'm gonna tell you right now. The 2000 Brian would have been like, hell yeah, that sounds amazing. It's still awesome, man. Yeah, I was gonna it's, say it's pretty great. There's a part of me that thinks. I mean, that no, it's hold on, wait. The good. 2007 Brian would have been doing DDP yoga on top of his Stone Cold Steve Austin blanket. First off, right. no, I was uh, no. Diamond Dallas Page had been retired by that time. Okay, so let's not even play games. And secondly, my Stone Cold Steve Austin blanket is right behind me, and I could do yoga on it anytime I want. I just don't feel like it right now. Okay, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I've heard really good things about it. I mean, like honestly, at first I thought it was like a like a grifter trying to like mark his own weight, like his own poses, and be like, "We're gonna go the diamond cutter down for dog." And, and, yeah, it it is like that. Yes. But then, but then you hear so many people were like. That was actually pretty helpful. It was good. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, well, I mean, it's, it's helping people. It's faster yoga. That's it's faster yoga that's a little simplified, I think. Like you're in a pose for like 10 seconds max, really. Yeah. But uh and there are names like it's like the there is a diamond cutter. There <laughs> oh, yeah. is, like he calls child's pose safety safety zone. <laughs> uh, I don't like where that's going diamond. Like, yeah, and it is like is he it's just conditioning gr- uh, you for grooming. Yeah, I don't. Is like he grooming? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. This is called the uh, bring me a pizza at three a.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is called. I'm I'm your what stepdad. This what is- he's doing, what he's doing is ever if 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 this comes up in conversation with him, he goes safety pose. Yeah, I love the fact that you're here tonight, and then but you're automatically in yeah. He's like, oh, whoa. I mean, uh, <laughs> It is good though. I do think it's like I'm surprised how much I like it. But also, I've never That's done good. yoga extensively, so I'm just like, oh, maybe I just like doing this in general. Yoga, yoga is fun. Yeah. I, uh, so Peloton has yoga with it, and I do that twice a week. It, it is pitch. a lot of fun. Here's the pitch. Very cool. <laughs> it's Very not cool. the pitch. I was just saying. I also, you know, <clears throat> have partaken. Can you? Do they have like Rainbow Road on Peloton? Is there like crazy places? Can I ride on Mars? Yeah. You know, they should have that. They don't. So I want to ride so through John most, Wick. I want to ride through a movie. <laughs> most it's just you put most an iPad of what they have on it and you just watch the or movie. Or just, I mean, 
they should start buying video game maps. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that shit's already encoded. Yeah. You could just add it. Yeah, it's a good idea, actually. Yeah, let so, me ride um, through. Can I ride through Quake? Yeah. Let me ride through Quake. Yeah. <laughs> like missiles launched at me. It'd be a blast. You'd have the old people like, like I want to ride sir, through. Sir, sir. I want to ride through Wolfenstein sir. 3D, please. That'd be fun. It's just yeah. two dimensional yeah. walls and then monsters would hop yeah. up. It's good. <laughs> Are there like. <clears throat> Sir, uh, we don't have L.A. or we don't have Vice City, but we have L.A. Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, God I see it. enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... average average mile per hour, mile per hour is like yeah. half six, yeah. and it sucks. Yeah. Everyone's mad. <laughs> yeah. You're just randomly dodging cars while riding Peloton. <laughs> I actually have a bike I've been trying to build back up and I keep, I keep being like, yeah, it'd be great. I could write. Cause everywhere I, LA is a town where you don't probably leave your three mile radius. Uh, if you don't yeah. have to. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I'm like, I don't want to get fucking killed on the street. Cause like, it really is. People are in, it's not like da- It's like the drivers are dangerous, especially for a bike. That's, yeah. but also I take those scooters. We have scooters everywhere and I do those. So I guess this is no more dangerous. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I mean, I feel like <laughs> so a bike at least way less dangerous than a scooter. Yeah. yeah, I feel like bikes have bigger tires. You can hop a curb every now and then, whereas a scooter, you're just you, you can hop a curb. <laughs> Winston's like, it's, it's all about them angles. You can hop a curb. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't own a car, so I, I mean, my girlfriend does, and we use hers. But like pre-COVID, oh, I was oh, just oh, an I Uber, see. Lyft, or scooter guy. No, well, yeah. I mean, yes, I'm a scrub. But, he's, he's, uh... got a, he's got a sugar mama. He's he's hit. No, this is part of his plan. I mean, you would know it if you attended his TED talk. But you yeah. find the like the higher you go in your mind, the less you mm-hmm. need Frank. Okay. Yes. You, you get on this. Get on Winston's level. Okay. okay? Stop being a yeah, baby. Just... Hey, I, I. It's part of DDP yoga, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. DDP yoga is. Uh, there's a bunch of moves called "Can I Get a Ride." And it's very. <laughs> it's it's I packed pocket sandwiches. I don't need to go to lunch. It's a pretty sweet yeah. sweet deal. Like, yeah, part of it's like, well, an Uber is going to be pretty expensive if anyone was going my way. But he says it's a breath exercise. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, so we Villa Villa needs to leave. So Villa, any any last words for our? No, surely at no, this point, thank you for listening. I don't want to interrupt, but yeah, I'm going to get going. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, Willem. Peace. Cool. Bye. Wait, yeah. Willem has an exit tune. Uh, you're good, Dan. Oh. Any, any last words you want to hit us with? No. Sorry for interrupting. All right. Well, those are your exit words. <laughs> Enjoy, guys. Talk to you later. Right, bye, Willem. See you, Willem. Bye. <laughs> Do you, you want to take a second to uh, reset? I don't know. Uh, I mean, we have a guest, so I feel like we have to we have to bust out like the classics every now and then. Yeah. So we're just, we gonna, we're just gonna do this. Hear ye, hear ye! It's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. So, <clears throat> it's, it's time for beer count. <laughs> Frank, I know I saw you open at least one more uh, Sammy Oktoberfest. Are you up to two, three? Oh, oh. 
half a six pack. It's a three. Yeah, it's a three Oktoberfest night. You know, <clears throat> the first one's as good as the last. I, I would like, though. Oh. And this is something that I just thought about because I was smoking a cigar. Uh-huh. It's done now. Uh-huh. Um, first, let me give Damaso Padron. That is an hour-long smoke on a stick that should take you... Normal cigars, it's about a 30-minute stick. This was an hour, and it, it smokes really well throughout. I, I just It's a well-made cigar. Um, second, on the Oktoberfest, I'd like a little bit more clove on the, the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Well, it's just me. I know it's just me, but I do like a clovey Oktoberfest. So that's just my take on this one. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sam is one of the hoppier Oktoberfests available in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, eh, you know, hop yields, uh, hop hop uh, harvests every year are a little different. So maybe maybe this year God fucked you on hops. I, I don't know. I don't know how else to say. Like, it's just, <laughs> no, it's it's not... It's not. It's it's consistently the same as, as okay. past years. So it's, it's not just. Like... It's a little maltier than, and and I I have this every year. I've just never brought it up on the cast. It's it, it is a super multi Oktoberfest. I like a little spicier. That's all. You should try. Uh, whereas, like for the the Christmas ones, you know, I think like they overspice those. Legit- so legitimately, there Frank, is a balance. Try Shiner Oktoberfest. If you like more spice in okay. your in your Oktoberfest, try Shiner. Shiner is consistently, for me, it's a very, very hoppy beer, a uh, very hoppy Oktoberfest. And a lot of years, it's too hoppy for me. And hoppy in mm-hmm. Oktoberfest, remember, they use, uh, they're use they using uh, like what they call noble hops. Uh, Zotz, uh, Herzbrucker, all those like traditional German hops, they're using those. Those, when they use them in large amounts, they give off weird pepper um, spice mm-hmm. and some instances clove or those like warming nutmeg spices um, naturally without adding anything else to them and they'll put those off. So definitely try a Shiner Oktoberfest and this year's batch is banging. It's really, really good. Usually I'm not a big fan, but this year's delish. Um, Winston, I saw you open up another beer as well. I'm on, uh, I guess three. Nice. This is three. Yeah. This is everything I've, I've now gotten into everything I bought for this show. Hell yeah. So, so after this, it's, it's all Coors Light because it's what we got around. Fuck yeah. I've got Miller uh, High Life uh, on deck, so you know how that goes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I need to try the Shiner October. I don't know if I can get it here. They're in all they're in all the lower 48 they're states everywhere? now, but okay. um, right. availability may be different based on, especially your area. If it's a craft heavy market, they yeah. may they may get bumped out. Which sucks, man, because I love Shiner. Ah, mm, mm, right? Every yeah. every now and then, it's nice to have a throwback. Yeah, I've never been to an Oktoberfest, so I always like uh, just like try to drink all the Oktoberfest lagers I, or drinks I can because mm-hmm. I've never actually gotten to experience one in person. I haven't either, way. and I the right way love beer. And I, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm How afraid, have you not been to one? I'm afraid that. Uh, it would be like meeting your heroes, you know. Uh, they just turn oh, to be yeah, a big old letdown. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> like, it does now. It's another thing where I genuinely have the thought of like, well, shit, that's a pre-COVID thing. Fuck. No, it's no. like gonna be five years before I can do one like reliably. Uh, but a, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll work it out. So you're drinking uh, uh, Weisstefaner, is that correct? Yeah. Which I've never had this. Uh, it's good. There. So Weisstefaner makes their. That's their fest beer, right? Mm, yeah. Dude, it is yeah. phenomenal. I love that beer. Um, I remember it has kind of a special place in my heart uh, where it was. they released their first Fest beer, at least here in Texas, um, mm. the year that my daughter was born. 
And I remember that was the last beer I had before we went to the hospital, you know, with my oh, wife. Wow. And then that was the first beer. Yeah, I everyone had. remembers the beer before they drive their wife to the hospital. Have no, kid. it <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I just got to finish the last. Yep, yep, yep. All right, all right. Let's go. No, it was it was the last beer that I had in the house, like the night. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Um, but I was, get you. It was I also the you. first beer I had when we brought her home. Okay. Uh, so it's it, that one's a special one to me. Yeah. Um, but fest beers are unlike Oktoberfests. Yeah. Um, what is the, So these are like, are these supposed to be for summer? What are these supposed to be for? So here's the deal. In Germany, um, Munich in particular, where they hold Oktoberfests, um, German mm-hmm. brewers decided, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do a German accent, but they be, they're, they're like, hey, these fucking American brewers are brewing Merits and Beers, which is what an Oktoberfest mm-hmm. technically is. They're brewing these Merits and Beers and they're doing it upright. Uh, Merits and beers are a little heavy though. I mean, you're drinking, you know, pint little liters of, yeah. of, of Merits and at five and a half, six percent alcohol. Like it's just a multi big ass beer. And if we want people to drink all day, psh, they may need something a little bit lighter. So they made a fest beer and a fest beer okay. is essentially if, if you're, uh, for, for the BJCP, the beer judge, uh, certification program, people, uh, fest beer and Hellas lagers, almost identical. Mm-hmm. Their near as okay. makes no difference. Okay, so they just made a lighter lager. Um, some people took it a little bit lighter in alcohol, down to the five percent area. Not many people push over six percent on their fest beers. Okay. But when you pour them into a glass, they are starkly different from what you would expect a Meritzen like, traditional Oktoberfest to look like. They look yeah. like a like a, a, a well made Miller Lite, is what I describe okay. it as. Um, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're, I was gonna say they're also t- typically hoppier. Which okay. is not the traditional German style. They do everything mm-hmm. with restraint, uh, but those are typically hoppier and fucking delicious. That's what they bo- it boils down to. They're so goddamn good. You do, <coughs> you do know that when Brian said, "I'm not going to try the German accent," he just meant he just meant on a very long sentence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dom Americans making Bitte danke, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no. So w- what I was going to ask Brian. So on on the fest beers mm-hmm. because of COVID, right? And due to the fact that this is a huge revenue generator for those breweries, like this is when they sell globally the most beer. <clears throat> Do you think it should be easier this year to get some of this stuff than it has been in the past, or are they did they limit production so much? No, I mean you got to think. Got to try to hold over operating capital when you're thinking about uh, production breweries this size. I mean they are fucking factories making a shit ton of beer. Sure, their production scale probably did not change at all. If anything, you might see a slight uptick in Oktoberfest beers available in markets near the breweries so even local breweries because it, the larger ones would be able to shift from doing you know because they're making the same beer goes into bottles and kegs um some breweries may be able to uh, obtain more keg or more cans or bottles um that is to fill rather than filling the number of kegs that they were slated to fill uh, the other thing is i mean these beers are made i mean this one's this one's a bit weird it's not like these beers were traditional Traditionally, these beers were made in March and then sold in like September. Production breweries aren't doing that. They're they're still making that beer in June though, June July for some of the traditional German lagers uh, or lager brew houses. Uh, so they probably did not change production at all. Um, a lot of them probably still sent as many kegs out as they normally would to America. 
um, distributors uh, across the states are probably trying to figure out what the fuck to do with them in some in some spots. Like Dallas, you're probably not going to see any difference. Oklahoma City, you're probably going to see a difference in the number of uh, number of uh, kegs available uh, versus the number of cans, bottles, packages available in stores. Are differences in up or down? Both uh, up in the number of kegs available in places like Oklahoma City, okay. um, and probably down uh, as far as packages, number of packages go in in okay. the smaller cities. Um, the cool thing is that uh, people, hopefully, people, <coughs> listeners of this podcast, understand that kegged beer can be purchased in liquor stores, and keg beer yep. can be can be served at home for a reasonable price. Honestly, if you break it down per pint. Uh, a keg of Oktoberfest will run you under $200 for an, an immaculate keg of beer. Uh, and that's half barrel keg of beer. That's so much fucking beer. But at the same time, it's going to be, it's you, you can fucking drink it over the course of like two months and be f- perfectly fine. Derek did uh, a long, a long time, uh, 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 an alum of this cast, Derek and I have killed a quarter keg of beer in an, in a, like a, like a weekend essentially. Um, just between him well, a, a half a, a half keg is only uh, eighty beers. Half a half barrel, uh, half barrel is fifteen point five gallons. Keg. It's a full. Uh, that's what people yeah, would call a, a keg. keg. Um, okay, so that's one hundred and sixty-five beers. Pony keg is the half. Correct. That? Pony keg is a, yeah. is what they would consider a quarter barrel. So yes, it's half okay. of half of okay. the half. Now, craft beer typically is served in what they call a sixel or a sixth barrel. So, um, a third of a what, half barrel. What's the tall, one? The tall yeah. skinny okay. one? Tall skinny one uh, would be a sixth. I used to okay. have one here in the okay. brew room, but um, yeah, that's a sixth. It's, it's so, essentially five <laughs> gallons of beer. So yeah, on a price per pint, obviously if you buy it in that volume, it's going to be way cheaper. And the um, thing is quality of it still way high because if you're buying bottles yeah. of beer anyway, they're getting light struck in the, in the, in the boat trip over here. The kegs ain't happening that way. And serving, but wise. let's let's just hold on. Let's discuss the fact that for this to be worth your while, mm. you need a kegerator. <laughs> um, leaving this shit in seventy degrees is not going to be your best friend. And leaving a, uh, a, 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 I guess a brute trash can out and refilling it with That's ice gonna also isn't going to be efficient but to you. Here's what, so definitely get a kegerator if you're looking to go that not route. Not necessarily. Let me hit you with another option. So yes, those those keg taps that you can rent. They're not the best, but if you use them correctly, they'll actually work just fine for maybe a week or two. Um, but that picnic tap is will work just fine as well if you store the keg, especially like a sixth barrel, something pretty small. And like if you have an old refrigerator out in the garage that you use for like whatever leftover shit or like uh, uh, your beer fridge for some people who live in the burbs, take the fucking crisper drawers out of the bottom of that shit and you have a flat bottom. A six barrel keg will fit in there just fine. Um, a CO- sure, but the, the, I mean the, the the discussion here is you need a fridge. You need you need some <coughs> some some way of you need a fridge regulating temperature. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, and oh, you know so. Oh, go ahead. How many beers are in a sixth keg? A six barrel keg is like forty eight beers, fifty beers. It's like forty beers. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. not that's not crazy. No, that's it's not a crazy two, amount at all. It's like two cases of beer. That's what it is. Yeah. Because here's where I, my brain's at. Is I'm like sitting here and I'm like, I have excessive time. I have a full time. I've been working freelance for years. So like I have like a full time job right now. So I have some money and I'm like, ooh, oh shit. I should have my own Oktoberfest. <laughs> you should. But I think that might Winston. be what I do. Oh no. 
<laughs> Take a look. Hey, listen, listen. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Take a look on Marketplace, okay? Mm-hmm. And get yourself a, a, a either a, a a one of those college dorm fridges that's kind of yeah. tall, or they sell kegerators. You can retrofit a college dorm fridge. It's not difficult. And that's actually one thing you can do on YouTube. Cutscenes do it very much justice. It's not difficult. Um, I've done it for for a buddy down here. It is a very easy thing to do. Um, well, I'm I can or do just just like... buy a previously used, or yeah, do it in your fridge. Not... But I'm saying no. I might just be able to kill. I bet. I bet me, and so me and my girlfriend live uh, in this very large apartment with my, a roommate who I've had for nine <laughs> years now. But we each have our own floor. It's like a very nice situation. Nice. Uh, also, rent here is crazy, so it's great. <laughs> um, but I'm kind of like. The th- between the three of us, we could easily kill one of those one of those sixth ones, yeah, and like cook up some sauce. Like that's like I could do that. I could just have a real drunk day, yeah, and lose my mind. <laughs> it's fun, Dude, Winston. Here's what I did, and here's where I I might have <coughs> fucked up in early on. I went I went on Craigslist and I found a a double tap kegerator uh, because I wanted to keg my homebrew, and I did. Proud of it, mm. um, but. Like what I do, I found one on Craigslist for like 300 bucks. Cool part was it came with kegs. Okay. Empties. Those, as we all know from college, Mm -hmm. those have a deposit on them. And if you take them back to the right spot, people don't give a shit where you bought them from. They know that they can get the $30 or $50, whatever the deposit back, like from the distributor. So I took a 300 or it was like $300 uh, fridge and I took the three kegs that were inside uh, and I made ninety bucks off of those kegs, so knocked down that that price to two ten. I did Ooh. do I did do some retrofitting um, for homebrew, which you would need to do. But in your case, you're not going to need to do that. You could yeah. literally just a CO two fill for uh, for a kegerator like that. You mm-hmm. do need a CO two tank if it comes with it. Bonus, but it's like ten bucks to fill a CO two tank. So what, yeah. the f- what the fuck are we doing here? And the taps, yeah, the couplers are already attached. I mean, literally, you could just run like a little mini bar situation out of your your house, which is Ooh, what. I like this idea. Uh, dude, it's it's choice. It's choice, yeah. and you have access to amazing beer out in California. We do have a lot. We have a lot of. Uh, I don't take advantage. I've gotten deep into California's wine scene. That's and by cool. that, I mean I've gone wine tasting three times. <coughs> oh, uh, basically a pro. So what do you but, do with yeah. your sommelier trophy? What are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one of those little tasting bowl things. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did. I did. Uh, I had a period of my life right before I went wine tasting for the first time uh, where I was watching the movie Psalm mm. every mm-hmm. night for like three months, mm-hmm. like as my go to sleep watching. It's... Like, you know, like you'll put something on before you pass out. Yeah. So I've seen that movie a ton, and I was just like, what is, I guess I know about wine now. Yeah, you, but, osmosis, yeah. you're basically a sommelier now. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I haven't gotten in, I've gotten into a little bit to our beer scene, so I went to like, uh, we had a McKiller for a while, but they recently closed. Yeah. So I went there, um, but, but with the podcast, I've done, um, I've done episodes of Brickyards Brewing, Eagle Rock Brewing, uh, Angel City, which is I think like probably, and then uh, Arts District. Um, so I've met all those people and like worked, like hung out with their brewers and stuff. And so that's, I, but I, ha- I haven't gotten into, I think Mumford is the one everyone really loves out here and I haven't had anything from them. Mumford's a big one. Um, I actually, yeah. so I realized that the beer from Jolly Pumpkin that I drank, the Bon Me beer is actually a collaboration with uh, Monkish Brewing out in okay. California. Um, mm-hmm. But... So, okay, back to your podcast that you did at yeah. the brewery. I, so I listened to one of them, and it was a while back, so 
correct me if I'm okay. just bl- just blatantly wrong here, but one of them you did uh, involving avocado. Was that yeah, right? Yeah, uh, Angel City does an avocado ale every year. As like they do a big festival and they brew a bunch of it, and it's like available essentially for that weekend. Yeah, I, that that blew my mind because I was like, well, avocado is not something that you that I would want typically want in a beer. It's but- good. It's it's really good. Uh, yeah, it, it holds up. Angel City. So there's a lot of like internal controversy. So like, LA's had like a very weird. So San Diego is obviously like, the big craft beer capital, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's like the capital of craft beer in uh, California. Which of, of course, there's a bunch. Like you know, you have like what is Dogfish Head makes Pliny the Elder? Is that right? No, uh, Russian River Ooh. out of Santa. Russian Rosa. River. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russian River. Like obviously, you have Russian River, and they're all up in the San Francisco area. Uh, and we get all that stuff. Like we get is the younger the one that's hard to find. Yeah, that's their triple IPA yeah. that just started bottling. Yeah, we get year. that. That's the one IPA I like. Yeah, uh, uh, because I have I know that it's special and I have access to it. Here, which is uh, <laughs> High beast. You just yeah, look yeah, down I'll, on the rest of the like, country. Like, well, we have. There's please. a place out here that I go. That I, well, it, the before times <laughs> that I would go to, and they they have like essentially. I think 30 taps of all California Ooh. and they would advertise like they have a big marquee and they would say we have Pliny the Younger yeah. when they have it. Oh, so then wow. we would go there and I'd be like, Oh, I'll get some of this. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't bad. <laughs> well, I'm like sipping it. Like, yeah, I guess this is good. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but so San Diego's the big one. And then LA's kind of been on the up and up, like slowly mm-hmm. up and coming. And we had golden road, which everyone loves, but then I think they sold to Budweiser, right? Yeah, uh, Golden Ro- Gold Road is what we call problematic in the beer world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's weird. It's kind of a weird thing because, like, I haven't been, but there are breweries like everyone loves going. That's very fun to hang out at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we've had like Angel City is kind of the next in line of that. Where like, yeah, it's good, but now you can kind of get it everywhere, so people are just like less enthused about it. But uh, arts districts. I think for my money, Arts District Brewing for LA, for what I've experienced, is my favorite. Yeah. Um, but it's also because their brewer, like, we did an episode there, and then their brewer was like, You guys want to try all our beers? And I was like, Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and then she poured us everything they had, and it was the best. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a good problem. But, um, to have. Like, oh, what do I do with all of these beers? I'm going to drink them all. I'm gonna oh, drink dude, I was like, It was, we did that on a Friday afternoon because I was like freelance at the time. And me and my my partner were both like uh, we're both sitting there like my podcast partner were like, dude, you have to drive. <laughs> uh, it's six. We're both trashed, so we just have to hang out for a while. Yeah, and then uh, you pulled out the safety move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, his so, car got left. There. His car got left there. And we took. It. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, uh, okay, you gotta sleep. No, we were just like we were like, yeah, let's get out of here. And then I was like, I'm not gonna stop drinking. And if you want to hang out, you're probably gonna start drinking. So let's just take lifts and get your car tomorrow. He was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> it was great. So. So you've mentioned this podcast a couple times, and yeah. I think it's 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 due time that we talk about it because All right. I, as an avid listener and a thoroughly entertained listener, um, love the concept. So give us give us a, a, kind of that little elevator pitch on what you guys talk about and how you manage it. Yeah, so we're the food podcast where guests try a food they hate one last time. That's our quick tagline. <laughs> uh, we basically would have comedians like we're both me and my. Uh, other podcast hosts, David Zwick, are both uh, comedians and like entertainment people. 
out here in LA, but then I have like a long culinary background. So I, right after I, I cooked in college and then I cooked for through two years after as well, um, like professionally. And then he's like a big home avid cook. So basically we have people on, they hate something. Like if you hated mushrooms, we're going to talk to you about it. And then the second half of the podcast is you try seven mushroom things. <laughs> and be like, you might hate this, but you also probably don't know why you hate it or haven't yep. tried all the different preparations of it. Mm-hmm. So that's like our whole is to force people to like, you know, there's foods I hate that like I've since have tried again because of the podcast. I'm like, no, I actually like this thing a lot. I just didn't know that I liked it. One so. one of your very first one of your very first episodes is an item that you didn't like, and I, I can't recall exactly. I think maybe it was broccoli. It was a vegetable. There's a I'm trying to um, think. eggplant. Maybe we've done eggplant. It was eggplant. Yeah, it okay, was eggplant. Yeah. And then you guys made like it, I don't know if it was Italian. I can't exactly remember the. There's cast, a lasagna. But, no, there's an eggplant lasagna. That yes. Real yeah. <laughs> That yeah. you ended up actually liking, exactly. Of so it's I have cheese. Of yeah. course it is. <laughs> that's, but that's that's the key, right? Like, so what I find with a lot of these foods is people are like, "Yeah, I've had many raw broccoli, and I hate that." And you're like, "Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that ingredient raw, you might not like fair, yeah, but as an enhancement to another flavor, it can be very good." So it's all about preparation. Like it's actually, I, I like, I'm fascinated by the concept because it's just like, you just haven't had it the right way, you know? Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, it's been, it was really like, we kind of came up with the idea. Well, we came up with the idea because someone asked us if we wanted to host a podcast on their network. And we were like, yes, uh, what do we want to do? And then we were like, what's the most work we could do for a podcast? <laughs> and this is where we three different things, each of us. Uh, it's so, uh, like, listen, it's great, and I love doing it. And if we're ever allowed to do it again, because, like, we've been on long hiatus because we can't serve people food right now. Yeah. Um, but if we're ever allowed to do it again, I think we probably will pick back up. Um, but it, the challenge of, like, hey, figure out how to make split pea soup. I've never made that. All right, I'll figure it. Like, oh, and it or like, sucks. It's no, dude. When you make it right, it's fucking delicious. It's <laughs> no, so no, no. Good. I'm talking about. I'm talking about how long. It, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's like, a pain in the ass. It's yeah. It's not an easy soup to make. But it's really, um, it's really very like. It's forced me to make so many things I would never make, and also like expand yeah. my my horizons cooking wise, and like. And then beyond that, we were like, what's a way we can... So we've had, like, huge... Like, we have, like, Steve Stampson, who's, like, a huge L.A. Italian chef. We've had... Uh, I can't remember his fucking name, but he owns the meatball shop in New York. Massive. Uh, Massive. He's, he's huge. He's awesome. Uh, we've had, like... But we've had Anthony awesome Bourdain's people. been on the cast. Dude, I wish. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, like... I realized uh, when he passed, I realized, like, because of the podcast, I've met so many people who knew him. Yeah. And I was yeah. like very weirded out by it. So I was yeah. like, that's insane. Also, why didn't I meet him? I was like, <laughs> um, yeah. but uh, there was no follow yeah. through. They were just like, we're on some podcast, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's done. Well, like, he did a pod. Like we had a host of a podcast that he had been on. Uh, and I was oh, like, that sucks. Fucking crazy. And she's great. <laughs> yeah. uh, Smart mouth podcast. Very good food podcast. Give it a listen. Uh, but so um, hold on, wait. So, so you've gone this long. You've mm-hmm. said you host a food podcast. We have yet oh, to yeah. hear the name. Yeah. yeah. It's called try it. You'll like it. Yeah. And do try it. You will like yeah. it. It's oh, actually, yeah. 
Frank, not it the time for very... dad jokes. Not the time for dad jokes, Frank. <laughs> you, it's a it, it is a is it's a thoroughly entertaining podcast. So the, Thank you. my next my next question is you guys started as little 15, 20 minute snippets. Yes, yes. And then what made you move finally to the hour format? We were um kind of on a we were like people will get sick of listening to us. It's kind of where we were at. What? We weren't okay. very confident in our ability to like maintain inter- like an entertainment value and an audience for that amount of time. Uh, and also I mean, like hashtag hashtag for a while. Winston was yeah. carrying the cast. I'm just oh, going to say Jesus. Oh, wow. I don't. I Shots disagree. Fired. And, and if anything, what that means is I got less money over time. Closer <laughs> to now, which maybe. Uh, but, yeah, um, he's on this podcast after all. No, uh, it was. A, <laughs> damn, dude. It's a hard self roast. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> We're self-deprecating, if nothing else. Yeah. Literally nothing else but self. Yeah. Coming hard for yourself? All right. Yeah. Uh, but, um, <laughs> no, we moved on. There is a whole push. So, like, I've learned a lot about po- – I'm producing a new podcast called Things Are Going Great For Me with J. Claude Deering. I'll plug that right now. But um, uh, I've learned a lot about, like, podcasts are pushing towards 30 minutes because it's the time of commutes. But that also was in a period of time before COVID where now commutes don't exist for most people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. things are changing. Uh, so that's what we were, uh, pushing for. I, you, yeah, you, you said that, what? and I, this is a, a post that I saw on your Instagram at West, mm. Winstonius. Uh, yep. this m- fucking made me laugh hysterically. Like, oh, really? Yeah. It, just, like just out of context. Cause obviously I didn't know that it was yeah. like you were doing a podcast knowing your personality in general. Honestly, I yeah. was like. Oh, Winston's Winston's uh, trolling the internet. This is fantastic. Doing very well in the middle of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, my best year ever, 2020. <laughs> of, yeah. Uh, but then looking into it, I was like, oh no, he's he's doing what Winston does, which is yeah, fucking entertaining yeah. people. This is great. Yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, podcasts are fun. That one's been cool because like we had Chris Pine on episode one, and that was nuts. <laughs> Uh, you, as uh, we refer to in this household, you had one of the Chris's on your podcast. That's fucking amazing. It's very fucking weird, man. Uh, I wish, so I wasn't there for the interview cause it's, so it's like my buddy Claude host, my buddy Claude asked me to help him out with the podcast. I said, yes. And then he was like, and co-host openings. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, I'm going to have Chris Pine on. And I was like, I shouldn't have agreed to go. <laughs> I should have said, let me be on every episode. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I he, thought it would uh, maybe you had some DDP yoga interrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Pine does DDP yoga. That's the big takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he, yeah, so he knows all these people because he does. Uh, Claude's a, like a very talented and like well trained actor. Uh, so he like goes way back to like play festivals with all these people. Mm-hmm. Knows this li- like laundry list of people that, and he had a very Claude had a very successful funnier die show that you should check out. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's him, like, the show, the Funnier Die series is called Things Are Going Great For Me. It's him having these such uncomfortable interviews with people. It, they're so amazing. Oh. And it's like Melissa Fumero from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Jim O'Hare from Parks and Rec. And, like, these great, it's really good. Um, yeah, so I got involved with that. What were we talking about? Uh, our shift to hours? Yes. We realized that we like talking and we were feeling cramped and editing out shit we liked. 
And we were like, we shouldn't edit out anything we like. Why are we, we're, we're in control of this. Why are we editing out stuff that we're enjoying? I was, was going to say, you guys, you guys edit? <laughs> oh, we edit so good. E- edit. Now, can you define <laughs> edit for us? Because we know, well, no. I know nothing about edit yeah. because that. It's that, their own, man. It's I respect I, like not. And I, because like part of the fun of this is it's a conversation. Yeah. But we were editing too much and we were just like, we're leaving like really f- and we're both like me and david are both insufferable improv comics so when we get on a run we really push it and it takes forever and doesn't drop and it's funny but maybe is it funny you listen to the first uh, hour but, of this podcast right yes yeah yes, okay yes, all right yes. I was just making sure you understood yeah, what yeah, we, yeah, what yeah, we were working yeah. with here okay. i know i'm preaching to the choir yeah we're we're uh, singing other <laughs> we're singing high harmony uh, in that choir right now <laughs> outdoing one another stepping on yeah. each other's runs that's what we do but uh so yeah so that's why we went longer and then yeah it's been fun we've had like really there's some guests where i'm like holy shit i can't i can't believe we talked to that person um that's awesome and like some long lasting like like i made uh we have we had a guy named ted hobson who's uh he was an assistant uh chef on the uh top chef masters the first season of that he was like someone's assistant and he owns a great restaurant in l.a that's obviously struggling. Um, but he's just a good guy. And like, I ran into him at Disneyland once and he like gave me a hug and then he <laughs> let me interview for a job. I had no business interviewing for, but he brought me in and I was like, they like, and then we just talked about Disneyland for the whole time. And I was like, I think he just wanted to hang out, which is great. Cause I like him, but he doesn't need to bring me in here to talk about this. But he like, he'll like, this is like, is this seat? CEO of the entire <laughs> restaurant group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, thanks, Hobson, but I don't yeah, know that I can. Yeah, do I don't need to. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm your guy. Um, <laughs> no, he's a he's a super good dude. Um, no, I was interviewing for a cook. I was thinking about getting back into professional cooking, and he let me yeah. interview for a line cook position. And I I could have done it. I think I could have handled it, but it would have been rough, and it also wouldn't have worked into the like the life I wanted. Yeah. Because um, it destroys like it, that becomes what you do. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a total commitment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's fun. Oh my God. Have you guys, have you guys cooked professionally or like worked in restaurants? Uh, I made Frank cook uh, in front of someone who, uh, knew way too much about the restaurant business, uh, in Dallas. I made him cook oh, in my nightmare. house. It was fantastic to watch uh-huh. him sweat. It was great. It was really good. Oof. What was, who was that? Uh, my buddy from work who came to visit for my birthday, his, his family, Owns some really nice like craft restaurants down in Dallas. Oh, and this is when I made paella. Yeah, you were over there sweating over paella in my kitchen for my birthday, which was great. It was great, especially when I didn't have I a paella had... pan. <laughs> and I had to make it on a gas stove. No, electric <laughs> stove. It was electric. Oof. I don't have gas. Oh, it was an electric stove. stove. Yeah. yeah. But I nailed it. You did do really yeah, well. It was, it was na- fantastic. Na- it is rough, man. I don't think I've I've watched it be made a lot. I've never made it, but I know that it's like I'm like ugh, it's like rice, and you're trying to nail protein. That's a lot. You, you have to uh, subtly, well, subtly so burn rice for an hour. Is basically what I took away from watching. The good, Frank. yeah, that's true. And the good thing about paella is that you get to pre-cook the protein. Yeah. Okay. So you you pre you pre-undercook it. Is essentially yeah. what you're you doing, and then you, you toss it on. He the does rice, the yeah. Kevin Malone. You like you have to undercook the <laughs> the oysters, and then the everybody pot. gets to know each other yeah. in the pot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <very funny>. So, <laughs> so um, okay. So try to like it. Great yeah. podcast. Definitely subscribe. Yeah. Listen you. to it. 
Um, I really even do though, hope, I, I Well, hope, there's there's some good content there for a while if you're a first time listener. Yeah, um, we've got a hundred. We've got like over a hundred episodes. We've had some yeah. good. Yeah, there's some uh, strong guests. So even during the hiatus, you can catch up. Yeah, yeah there's plenty. I do like uh, y'all's your y'all's hot takes, uh, especially. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, you. That that is you. I not knowing you, I like these guys. Yeah. These these guys. <laughs> nailing it as far as the back and forth banter go and i oh, did notice the, the the opening up of that time uh, of your mm-hmm. of your time slot helps with that yeah and i appreciate a, the yeah. hell out of it man that's awesome it's a very weird uh so like david zwick who's the co-host uh arguably the one who does most just who does do, do most of the work i can say that. i'm sorry is he here I, right? he is he here right now no oh, so see, I, it's so all me it's all you thank um, you there we go so he's like he's someone who I didn't know until I came out to LA, and then we've been on improv teams together. We've won an improv or come second in an improv tournament together. We've like we now are writing scripts together. We've written sketch shows together. Like the amount of we had a barbecue pop up together. Like what? the amount of things in our lives <laughs> that we've done together now. And I'm like, like it was honestly when all this happened, it got to shut down the podcast in a way where I was like. Oh, we can just be friends for a minute because, like, yeah. we don't have a friendship outside of a working relationship, and it's very weird. See, you view so, you view, so you view, I, I hold on, wait, 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 wait. Going forward, okay, we need to have Winston on more often. Definitely, okay. I was gonna say that. Addition, additionally, um, we need a drop that's like hustle Winston because it sounds oh, like let me write that down. He goes around, he goes around hustling, right. Podcasts, barbecue pop-ups. Mm-hmm. So this bar, this barbecue pop-up. Okay, yeah. is is this the one where you were selling ribs on Facebook for a while? Yep, that's it. <laughs> dude. That that shit looked delicious. First yeah. off, um, second, were you doing? You were smoking. <laughs> yeah. So we right? split uh, years ago. I guess like three or four years ago. Now we split a. One of those, like, it's like the little mini refrigerator-looking smokers. My mm-hmm. brother had had okay. one uh, down in Temecula, and he's from, like, you know, we're brothers. We're both from Oklahoma and Texas area. But um, these are these are vertical smokers. Electric smokers? Yeah, it's a vert- ele- vertical electric smoker. Yeah. Uh, I personally, like, like I've used offset ones a ton. I've Like, I've done a lot of barbecue yeah. stuff. Offset ones are great. I see the appeal, but if the point is that the smoke is coming in at a certain temp, I don't see the difference personally. I'm right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh, like, uh, I, and when I got to LA, like our biggest uh, one was called our biggest barbecue restaurant at the time was called baby blues, which had been on like diners, drivers and dives, but they like smoke then braise their brisket. Like it wasn't barbecue. Right. And since I've been out here, we've had a barbecue explosion. Uh, so like where I would argue, you can get as good a barbecue in LA as you could in Austin, but the price difference Ooh. was tremendous. Yeah. Well, y'all basically <laughs> what what you did, you'll, you you you, to be up. you sent us a bunch it, of assholes and we sent you barbecue. Yeah. 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 Well, we, like You're our welcome. big one, we have one called uh, we had it was Trudy's Underground and now it's called Slab, mm. but it was a barbecue pop. I've heard of Slab. Dude, yeah, yeah, I have too. Yeah, that dude is like uh, I mean, uh, he essentially studied uh, Aaron Franklin. Franklin yeah. And his comp- which mm. I have not been to yet. I've had I've had slab and I've had Trudy's so pre slab slab, it's very right. good. It's actually I think under smoked for me, but whatever. Um, but we have like a bunch of good stuff, and we also have a bunch of trash here. There's still a bunch of garbage barbecue. Yeah, but I will say nothing I've had has been as good as the sausage at Valentina's, 
That's oh, amazing. God. Jesus Christ. It's the most I'm... fucking amazing barbecue. <laughs> Valentina's <laughs> did you 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 I guess you probably had it when it was a trailer. Yeah, so uh well they had yeah. like the Man they had did they have an actual cuz I went they had the trailer but then but then it was like you could there was a sit down area cuz this was like what? This yeah, last correct. October? Yeah, this is yep, in October. It's still it's it's still that way so they they they've now bought a location where they can actually have oh, like, wow. sit down but it it never opened because of covid yeah. but um yeah so the valentina's trailer is about 6 miles from my house okay um and the uh, first off the family's amazing like okay. they're really fucking nice people um second the sausage is good. I would argue the brisket is rivaling Franklin's, yeah. but it's a very different spice. Okay. Um, so Franklin's is just salt and pepper. Mm. They use salt pepper plus, yeah. you know, the, the, the authentic Mexican mm. paprika, yeah. cayenne pepper. So they've got a little bit of more spice there. Um, but it's so I, I like barbecue because it is, mm. it's actually really difficult to fuck up, which is, hilarious yeah. that so many places fuck it up completely uh -huh. um, because they just don't want to take the time. And then second, um, when you read uh, uh, Franklin's entire philosophy around barbecue, right? Who's known as the best yeah. in the world. Um, it's simplicity and everybody's yeah. like, Oh, I'm going to do this fucking rub and all of this shit. And you're like, no dude, meat. Yeah. It, whenever I cook meat in my kitchen, it is salt, pepper, and I might add some paprika for smoke for an instant. You know, like yeah. anything more than that, you're not tasting meat. You're tasting ketchup. You know, like it's it's like yeah. your own version of ketchup. Um, like I would I would say if you're wanting to do something special with meat, make a good sauce. Make a good yeah. you know. That's kind of the way I feel about it. I agree and don't agree with you at the same time. Uh, okay. Here's why. I well, then I think in my in my wording that would be I don't disagree. Yeah, yeah, you're I don't disagree with you. <laughs> but you're not okay. Wrong. So I I think that I think that meat needs salt, pepper, and that's it. I agree with you there. I think that's like I think that can be the perfect way to do something. I do think like especially when it comes to beef. Yeah. I think beef is such a strong flavor. That you can really like. I remember I was. Oh, oh, this is no. This is a Stillwater memory. So you guys, have you? Do you guys remember the Shabu Shabu restaurant in Stillwater? Tokyo Pot, I believe, is what it was called. Oh, okay. yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Tokyo Pot. I remember I went there one time and I ate. Uh, and that place was great. And I remember I ate and I dipped something in like I think they had a plum sauce, and I was yes. like, this yep. meat and this plum sauce is incredible. And then I tasted the sauce on its own, and I was like holy shit, this sauce is like the most intensely flavored. But when you eat it with the meat, you still can take, like beef is so strong that it can Absolutely. really stand up to something. So while I do, the, and obviously that was a sauce example, I think there are ways to treat meat with like marinades and rubs that I think can really accentuate it. Mm -hmm. That being said, I don't think anything needs more. I think simplicity, like especially with barbecue, and we're talking Central Texas, yeah, it should only be salt, pepper, uh, and everything you want to add on to it. And I think people like, like barbecue's gotten to this. I have a whole thing about like, there's a fucking chef's table about it. And it yep. makes me furious because <laughs> yeah. that's like the opposite of what barbecue is supposed to be. Like it makes me, but the, the, there's a, hey, uh, let's just quickly, there's a lot of the chef's table 
that is that series i understand kind of the willpower behind it and it's introducing people to new Uh kind of versions of things yeah but there's a lot of that shit that doesn't work in like the not only in practicality but like the normal flavor palette right like if if you're dealing with making a good taco why are you going to make the most insane taco when you've got the taco granny on YouTube telling you how to make a true authentic Mexican taco and it blows people's fucking minds? Like yeah. I just I had this long I had a talk about art with someone. I was on a an art podcast a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Hold on, wait. Come on. Okay, man. so can we can we can we clarify this real quick? Yeah. So w- Winston in his podcast hiatus has been requesting to be on podcasts and it's been great because we want, we've been wanting him to be on this podcast for a while. So it worked out well for us, but uh, I find it funny that the podcast itch needs to be itched, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, no. My, I, I need, I haven't been on like a comedy stage in six months. I so badly need people to know what I think about things. <laughs> You've got to know what I think about this. You have I'm, to. I'm, 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 I'm a shell of a person. I, so. I, I don't know how you're, <laughs> I don't know how you're sleeping at night, not knowing what no, I think God. on this topic. No, I've been, my, my girlfriend was like, cause my girlfriend does uh, comedy as well. Uh, and she was like, you've been very, you haven't been as awful as I thought you would be. <laughs> you haven't gotten it before. <laughs> Thank you. You're like, I'm growing as a human. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's good. So, <laughs> so I went to this art I, podcast I, talking about food. Yes. Uh, I yeah. brought it up because I, I was, I was talking about an art piece I like because that's the it's a great podcast called The Art of Arting. I'll plug. I'm gonna plug everything. There you go. But um, uh, I was like, hey, I think food might be art, and here's why. So when when so when Chef's Table goes to somewhere like my my the best example is Osteria Francescana, which is the place in Modena, Italy. It's like rated the best restaurant in the world a couple years in a row. Uh, Massimo Bottura, great. It looks awesome, right? I bet eating there's fun. Yep but it's not accessible and it's not what you're supposed to do at home. And that's the same way going to New York fashion week is like, you're seeing when you go to New York fashion week, you're seeing like, you might not see that outfit on someone in three years, but you will see maybe that touches, touches or you'll see that cut. Mm -hmm. And I think that applies to, I don't know if it really applies to, is there anyone in beer doing stuff that's so radical and then you see it filtering down? Yes. 1000%. And like, I I don't know if you know my philosophy on beer, but beer is living art and it's art that changes from day to day and can change from situation to situation. And honestly, two people drinking the same beer at the same time can have very different interpretations of what they are tasting. And I, that is my philosophy that has gotten me through my career and that's helped me on this podcast to explain to people that what you're tasting is not wrong. doesn't matter what it is you're tasting because just like you looking at a painting, the same as I, like Mm -hmm. you're going to pull different things out of it based on your experience, based on your mindset at the time and based on like, what honestly what what perception you have of what you're appreciating and that's why like that's what art is right and that's why when you say food is art 1000 percent. there's a big discussion in beer about whether beer is science or art and one it's both 1000 percent. it's both but when you're talking about the consumer side it's 1000 percent art it really is because it's about the appreciation for all art exactly that's true why thomas kincaid like sells paintings at malls Mm mm-hmm yeah, but Pablo Picasso is hanging on. Gal, they're different things, but they're both the same elements. Right? Exactly. Like, 
But it's uh, also but, it's also not it's not to say that like Kincaid might not be in galleries no, one day, right? right? Like it's like it's w- w- the beauty that I not. find it, most likely. Not, no, but pr- I probably probably not. But I'm saying like you know, <laughs> mall art but... isn't necessarily <laughs> totally discounted. Remind me but... to tell you guys a Thomas Kincaid story when this is done. Okay, I can't. Uh, all right, like, I can tell it on the podcast. But we'll, I won't want to disrupt your point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no. We we could go right right into that point after this. Okay. So so I think what's the beauty of food as art, right? Is like so so I had the opportunity, which was not my money, to go to Eleven Madison Park and eat. Right. Oh shit. And okay. All right. Gr- great fucking talk. food. Yeah. Okay. But they brought out something called a carrot, uh, uh, tartare. Yeah, I'm and, with okay, and the guy goes, this is going to taste like beef tartare. And your first thought as an average com- consumer is just fucking why? Give okay. me your best beef tartare, right? So, okay. so there is a point where this art thing to, to, <clears throat> to a person who, you know, so we had some hedge fund chicks next to us who dad had reservations every night for them to eat dinner this was like their personal fucking kitchen right um to to them it was just like i'm eating dinner to me it was like you know i know how much this costs even though i'm not paying for it why i'm eating like why is why is the carrot dish you know like a featured thing so i i think it's it's i guess i understand the advancement but there's some things that you just I, I I don't want to say like you don't mess with, but it's like but, it's it's sort of like a it could be too extreme for what you're trying to prove. But to Winston's so. point, it, it was it good. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good question. It was not that good. Okay. That's the problem. Like it was so, it it was not what it was kind of trying to be. Because I always push for that stuff is like it's the same reason we it's ex, it's exploration, just not of a absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to push those bounds because I think like. First of all, I mean, with that carrot dish, I have my own personal feelings on, like, I eat a lot of meat. I'm kind of aware that I probably shouldn't and that maybe as a whole we shouldn't eat as much. Yeah. I'm not – I'm yeah. fine with – not, I'm not saying anyone shouldn't eat whatever, but I'm saying we can all probably agree that, like, the amount of meat we eat is not great. For it's ever. extreme. Uh, yeah. And that's okay. And I'm, I'm like, I'm very pro, like, impossible ver- – like, let's figure that shit out. Just yeah, yeah, only yeah. Mm-hmm. if only to make it available at fast food restaurants because mm-hmm. yes. you wouldn't know the difference. If right. you told me a McDonald's no. hamburger that tastes right, I don't give a shit what it's made out of. Right. Um, we, yeah. we currently don't give a shit what it's made out of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you sell, oh, I always think I'm a firm believer in like, give me a taco that's 25% beef, 75% impossible. I'll never know the difference. Yep. You'll I never won't know. know. Yep. And it'll no, be great. The fat, and you'll, the fat will yeah. render and you're yeah. fine. Yeah. And it'll, it'll be fuck. It'll be like you filled it with soy, but it's fine. And I would never know. It'd be better for, uh, why not? Like we, no one loses anything in that situation, but yep. uh, for that carrot dish, I'm like, Oh, well, you know, like they're trying to, obviously they're, they're at a unique spot where they are like really pushing mm. to try yeah, like they have to push. But it, but it, <laughs> but it, obf- it obfuscates the reason for dining, in my opinion. Like it's, it's, it, 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 it is, it is frustrating because it's not. It's. I don't think. Like, think about what Eleven Madison Park could do with a beef tartare. Yes. Stop fucking around here's, with carrots. Here's what, <laughs> like, I just here's what I will say to Winston's point and your point combining here. What y'all are talking about is is, is very similar. It's the fringes of that art. 
And the yeah. fringes of that art, just like in every other fringe, uh, whether it be a, a political belief or a, 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 a car, you know, structure. Like yeah. those we're all firm yeah, Trumpists yeah. here, right? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're right. red through and through. <laughs> um, but like, no matter what you do to that extreme, obviously there yeah. there are parts that, while they may not be practical in the in in any sense at all. Uh, there's some part of the practice, whether it be a print or a process that could drive the rest of the industry in, in a new direction. And that's, what's important yeah. in beer. You think back on yeah. beer, like, uh, their uh, a brewer's use of enzymes to create a brute IPA a couple of years ago, that really helped people understand what happens in the brewing process when yeast is involved in, ca- in interacting with hops. And honestly, that's what really kind of opened up in my opinion obviously here but that's what opened up the ipa scene uh even more than just heady topper then you uh, had pass, people... leave it closed <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> but it, it honestly like that that even if it didn't produce anything exactly like what was brute ipa the processes and the understanding of what happens in that process mm-hmm. helped explain and yeah. drive the, the industry forward to where you have quote unquote sh- 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 shelf stable products that can be more widely available to other people. And that's like, you you explore because I mean, my grandpa worked for NASA. You explore because you need to explore Mm -hmm. and then you find uses for the stuff you figure out. 1000%. Important. Yeah. Um, That's, that's the science part for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's super foods hard because it is like this weird thing that we all need. Like we all don't need art, although I, I would argue we kind of do. Like you people have. paint their walls, like that's a version of art. You wear, you wear uh, a different color shirt. That's, that's yeah. The- you wear a different color shirt. You wear a design on your shirt. You like like it's kind of all around us in ways we don't even really think about. I was gonna say um, food is different because everybody like can make can quote unquote make food at home. So. Yeah, like it's the accessibility of that art form is that bar is so low that people think like, why do I need to taste carrot tartare? And and yeah, and the heard, answer is most people don't. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important for people. I mean, and I'm like weirdly, but then when you bring in barbecue, it's my own. Like you know, we're all from central america like the center part of america not central, <laughs> not america. central america None uh, of us are from central but like america. i have very unique personal like when mm-hmm. i think of barbecue i my brain goes to like cherokee strip and rib crib yep and uh oh shit with bad brads you know like oh, those are like shit, the places yeah. that i call back to like all Stillwater, oklahoma mm-hmm. um so i kind of <sighs> wow part of me is like i don't want to see it like hoity-toity bastardized yeah but also it's like if like like if if they make a chef's table about barbecue, I'm like, oh well, they're gonna ruin all these spots. Uh, they're never gonna make it about the places that I really want to go. No. Like Franklin's is already ruined for me, and I'll <laughs> never get to go unless I really want it. And I honestly am like, I don't think four hours is worth it. I'm sure it's great. I'm, I would I would love to try it. I don't. I'm not gonna do with that bullshit. It's it's a Hannibal like, Bur- it's a Hannibal Burris like and, joke of like it's good. That, it's not ninety dollars good. I, yeah. <laughs> Everything I've seen of that dude, it makes me think he would feel the same way. Like everything I've seen of Aaron Franklin makes me think he does. He's like, no, don't just go another place. (laughs) Yep. And, and, and you, 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 like even Aaron Franklin says, I learned from the best people in barbecue. He doesn't say I invented barbecue. So if if you're trying to fuck around, go to blacks, go to Salt Lake. Here's the deal. 
All right. So I I last time I was in uh, Austin, I was playing a show. Uh, and didn't and I, call right, me. I did tell you, I think. No, I don't you, know. I know yeah. you did. I'm just I'm no, you did. You did. Uh, but you did. we were actually going to meet up at Valentina's, but yes, it didn't work. Yes, I was there in uh, in October, and I ate in in 24 hours, ate three pounds of barbecue. Hell yeah! Holy uh, shit! Hold on, hold on. I got some. Mess. I got some for that. Were you shitting bricks? It like was days? a nightmare. I felt like shit, but I was like very. I went. I ate three pounds of barbecue, and I went to like Alamo, and I got queso. Uh. I was losing my mind. Ugh. But um, we, uh, I ate Blacks and I ate Valentinas. Those were the two barbecues I had. Both excellent experiences. Both like yeah. people are like, well, Blacks is a little. I'm like, fuck you. Blacks is really good. And Blacks doing, is great. It's great and it's a great experience. I'm like, if I was going to send someone here and I didn't know that they wanted to fuck around with Valentinas, that might be cold. Like it might be cold outside and it's not necessarily like the best they have to really love the food to like love the experience of waiting for it. I would send them to Blacks and be like, "You're gonna have a Black, yeah, 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 and it'll be delicious, and you will get a very much an Austin vibe." And I Do think that's you, exactly. Like, I, that's that's you know, it's it's. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I was Brian. gonna say you you ex- <laughs> you just explained like the way I approach sending people to da- uh, DFW beer, like. If you okay. want a good experience, good. I send you maybe not to the absolute best place in town, mm-hmm. but I send you to the place that you will get a good experience yeah. and will receive a fantastic product for the price. I'm never going to, yeah. I'm never, I'm sorry to say, I'm never going to suggest people go to Celestial. I'm not because there's always a fucking wait and you always pay way too much goddamn money for the beer. Mm. If you're in the area, there's like three or four other places you can go and it's just yeah. as good. How is Brain Dead and Brewing? It, Are you familiar with that place? I am actually as a matter of fact last time frank and mrs frank came up we went to brain dead brewing okay uh i only bring that up so their head chef is a old old friend of mine actually he was my boss at my first cooking job in stillwater his name's taylor mccreary okay uh why what what are you i have a really good friend who is we a, we, uh, first off hold on wait one second we don't oh, need to no. dox taylor yeah okay. <laughs> oh oh yeah the millions of listeners that we Jesus. have they're gonna fucking sh- shout out taylor no, taylor's great taylor's great he's a super unbelievably talented guy he's doing like i haven't seen him in i was through there maybe two years ago. yeah two years ago mm-hmm. uh he's great uh he's like at the time was doing like a whole charcuterie program he was trying to make like mm-hmm. he's great uh strong like like really one of those people i'm like that dude will be like a fucking big 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 time chef uh there's so Talented. Their food, I honestly, the first experience I had was with with Frank and Mrs. Frank. Um, mm-hmm. Good, good ass lunch. Uh, yeah. Their beers are fucking phenomenal. Okay, good. Uh, and one of my good friends, who is one of 120 advanced cicerones in the world, actually used to be their sales rep uh, for a really? long time. Like from for a long time. Uh, good dude uh, knows his shit, and everyone there knows exactly what beers pair with so, what food that are coming is coming out of their kitchen. Yeah. So it's fantastic place. Just quick, is that the one over in? Uh, it's in Deep Ellum, right? It's in Deep Ellum. It's the place. Yeah, where yeah. We went for it's a lunch. That barbecue, Pecan Lodge. It's across the street yes. from Pecan Lodge. Yeah, doesn't mean much to me. So that's where <laughs> where uh, that is where, right where no. Okay. Okay. Where Mrs. Brian, Mrs. Yeah. Brian was not there. We we had just gotten back from. Okay, got yeah, it. yeah. Okay. We pick, I picked you the up airport. the airport and we went there first. First thing. That's right. Yeah. Uh, got I, it. Yeah. yeah. So so wait wait wait. Food review, fucking amazing. Yeah. Like cool. 
Right. The dude did the. Uh, we had some cauliflower wings that were out of this world. Yeah. Like, don't you love um, and, and when they're good, they're oh. fucking great, dude. They're so good because you you realize when you have a cauliflower wing, it's all about the sauce. <laughs> like, I'm, honestly, here's the deal. I like a chicken wing a lot. Yeah. I'm at a point where I'm like, if someone gave me like an option of like, you can have a bunch of good chicken wings or a bunch of good cauliflower wings, I'd probably like, give me the cauliflower wing. Like, I kind of think I. More. They're easier to eat. I don't have to fuck with all yep. kinds of like, bullshit. I just like also like I can use a fork. Like honestly, it's a easier I, situation. And all I want is barbecue, is fucking buffalo sauce and ranch, and that I can get those. And things. how? Oh, whoa, 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 hold and on. How, hold, 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 hold up. God damn. Whoa. So sorry. We were cool, Winston. We were fucking cool. <laughs> what the shit happened there with the ranch? I will eat I ranch. ranch. I'll eat ranch on ranch, okay? But with I'm buffalo from wings. What do you mean? Well, I know exactly, right? I, me too. If uh, we put blue cheese in ranch, why haven't we been doing this? What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> that's our new business idea. Yeah. It's blue yeah, cheese that's ranch. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's actually, it sounds like an 11 Madison Park idea. It's, it's in a bowl great. with a plastic <laughs> spoon on top. You just fucking that's open the good. top like it's Mott's applesauce. You just eat it. <laughs> you know what we did? You know what we did here? We took. Our own house ranch. <laughs> we put blue cheese in infused. Oh, it's gotta yeah. say infused. Yeah, you gotta you gotta in the up. ranch. And then we gave you the perfect cauliflower wing. And it's not gonna say wing. Hoing. Right? It's wing in wing in quotations. <laughs> yeah. Um and you, it, the table gets four. Enjoy. And you're going to yeah. be like, God damn it. This was $250 a person. Why the fuck are we here? But there's like <laughs> That's how that meal people. works. There are a lot like uh, some of those there. I haven't been there, obviously. Yeah. But there are a lot of really good courses. I am shitting on them only because of the fucking carrot tartare. <laughs> Outside of that, it's the most amazing dining experience I've ever been to. Let me yeah, be clear. You're paying for like the fact that they are probably ironing. Like you're paying for all the little bullshit. You're paying for the uh, hospitality in a large part of like, yeah, hey, that's true. Their waiters get people. like salaries and shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm also, yeah, that whole molecular, I mean, it's obviously old now is the whole, like we're molecular gastronomy and we're, yeah, we're reinterpreting. And now it's all about, not, it's always been about fusion and all that shit. But, well, uh, you know, hold on, wait. The, the only thing you need to know about that whole movement is the fact that the guy who started it is now operating the World Kitchen. <laughs> so, who? Wiley? Really who? It. No, so the uh, Andres guy from Spain? Oh, he's yeah. He's one yeah, of the yeah, big yeah. astronomy guys. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, a yeah. massive astronomy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's now operating the world kitchen. So we're not we're not even talking about like the movement anymore. He's left it and is cooking for the world, which is great. Yeah. He does um yeah, there's that that is one of the So here's the other flip side of all that, look okay? The, look at um, couple. Yep, yeah. Brenda, I've been there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, there. look at the uh, fucking! Oh, go back to that picture. Look at the rookie okay. of the year. Dude. I don't even wear those anymore. Oh, okay, we're talking about shoes again. God damn it! <laughs> Jesus Christ! On a Dude, yeah. Back then, I didn't know those were gonna be eight hundred dollars shoes. I didn't know if I could go back and tell that Frank then. What, I wouldn't have worn them. Wouldn't wear. have worn them. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, okay, so Dead I suggest stock. this. Here's here's the thing I've been thinking about a lot. Um, so I've done a lot of I do a lot of traveling. I was lucky enough pre-COVID to like I got paid to go a bunch of places for a while. Nice. Um, 
I've been thinking about like the amount of money we spend on meals. And here's the argument that I think is pro $250 meals. Okay. It is this. If you go on a trip somewhere, like let's say you go to Vegas or something, or let's say you're on a trip, you might not remember the hotel room. You might not remember, uh, you'll probably remember a tour, but, but you will definitely remember a great meal you had somewhere, right? Like you will yep. remember that. Frank has said so, on this podcast, yep. don't, don't spend yeah. all your money on a soft bed to sleep in when you're yeah. only going to be there for eight hours of a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Spend, spend, spend your money on the good ass food you're going to have somewhere. Cause like, Hey, you're going to spend like two or three hours somewhere. You're going to have like, like if you, Oh, the bottle of wine, buy the fucking bottle of wine. Like you, that amount of money or, or, or you won't remember. It won't be a even thing. better pay, pay for the pairing. Cause you're going to oh, save yeah. a shit ton. If you drink oh, a lot, God, yeah. <laughs> pay yeah. For the pairing. Oh, yeah. yeah, just go for it. Uh, you know what? I, I'm, I'll say that like, uh, th- that's one, the, the, the pairing thing. I fucking love that. I love going to places that specialize in things and take their suggestion. They know what the fuck oh, they're yeah. talking about. Oh yeah. It's um the ability. It's just an insane, like you don't realize how much it's going to, of course it's going to heighten your experience. If you're having a drink with every course, fuck yeah. of course it's going to make it better. <laughs> uh, I, I grew up, uh, I went to Germany a couple of times as uh, like a teenager and there, a lot of the restaurants give you a shot of alcohol pre, like at the beginning of the meal. And I remember at the time I was like, nice. "This is the best. I, <laughs> this I, is gonna be terrible." Here, here you go. Yeah. But in reality, it's like, no, we're just gonna loosen you up a little bit. You're gonna like yeah. relax a little. And we're I'm gonna... like, why the fuck isn't that a thing everywhere? You know what's it amazing? Cost yeah, them yeah, that yeah. much money, Winston. What? You know what's wild here in in the the, the shitty North Burbs of mm-hmm. of Dallas, mm-hmm. <sighs> off like authentic Mexican restaurants will serve yeah. you an aperitif shot. So like, they, awesome. they, well, it's I'm awesome. In. It's awesome. But at the same time, like motherfucker, why don't you do this with a goddamn shot of tequila at the beginning of the meal? And I'll fucking tip a lot better if I'm already like half housed by the yeah. time I'm filling out that yeah. tab. You know what I mean? Like, but I think it's, I think that's a, it's a first step. It's a, it's a mm. baby step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of an incremental it improvement, is. you know. You can't, so you can't jump straight to the think, deep end. You gotta. Hmm. I think so. So, totally agree, right? You're never gonna forget a good meal. You mm-hmm. don't. You just don't, right? So yeah. the reason I still remember them churning out the tuna tartare, yeah, or the beef tartare that's carrots, yeah, um, is because it was memorable. And then they 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 had other dishes that I still vividly remember, including. Yeah two duck breasts that they like had this smoking chimney that they took off and shit. Oh, right. It's a really cool meal. Really cool yeah. meal. Um, it, with that being said, co in New York city, way worth more of your money. Um, Frank, so oh, to the, uh, yeah. oh, dude, did you do their taste? Wait, is that Momofuku co, right? Yeah, but it's just called co. We're just, it's, just it's way better. Is yeah. that their tasting menu spot as well? Co is their Michelin star okay, restaurant. Cool, cool, cool. Nice, nice. Yeah. You know, you know what I will say so, to that. The lay person, worth it. The layperson's take on all this, because while I do love food, you've seen pictures of me. You, you mm-hmm. can see that I do love food. Uh, I also, um, I, I, I like when I like go out to to eat. Like I tend to do the old white, like middle of the country, fucking eating experience for a lot of the time by default sure. it's something i have to turn off but there are moments like when i went down to austin for your birthday your 30th birthday and we went to uh garage mahal okay 
Oh, great. great fantastic food. Indian food. Mm. Fucking in a place that you would never think that you would find good Indian food. Uh, hella authentic. Hella worth every dime that I pay. I don't remember the tab of that meal. I remember how yeah. much I enjoyed that meal. Here's what I will say. I remember the tab at Momofuku Noodle Bar when we went mm. in New York City. Yeah. I also enjoyed my experience, yeah. but I remember, but you remember. that tab. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that so, is... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Enjoyed? That was one of the most disappointing experiences dining I've ever had in New what, York what, City. What, Noodle Bar? But, but here's the deal. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was disappointing. And that's like that's where you remember a tab versus you remember yeah, the yeah, experience. Because yeah. I remember the experience being no, good. I, I recall Brian saying, good way too much money and we we all agreed on that and it was that, like I, I had just spent eight dollars on a cup of coffee a couple blocks over you yeah know yeah, what I mean? yeah so like <laughs> i had perspective yeah that's i had i've been very lucky like i trying to think, i've been to i've only i've been to new york a couple of times but i ate at ivan ramen last time i was there if you haven't eaten Great. there holy shit and because mm-hmm. i do i have no I, I know it wasn't expensive though like i remember it being like this no, it's about money. Yeah, I think it's like, like twenty bucks. A bowl it's like of not ramen crazy. There. It costs you like twenty, twenty-five, yeah. depending on what. Right? Yeah. Because I remember, like, we ate, and I was like, I was with my butt, but I do remember, like, Katz's delicatessen, and I was like, this place is fucking expensive. I was yeah, like, exactly. Fuck this. <laughs> like, uh, it is. Yeah. Hold on, wait. It it is, but the pastrami is actually fucking worth it. Oh. No, it's amazing. The flip side of that though is that we have what I would argue is better pastrami in LA. That's the difference. Uh, that is the difference. Yeah. Is that well, you can make some of these things anywhere exactly doesn't, doesn't matter well where here's the flip side the fucked up thing is you guys had a katz's in austin did you know this no yes i didn't there was a so, katz's that was the didn't same didn't work out but it was <laughs> in austin i've been there i went there as a kid i think i might have and a i had different... no idea i had gone to the katz's i think yeah, I, yeah, I, think yeah. I know yeah. why that, that that didn't work out um yeah um, yeah. I think nothing, nothing, nothing outside of Austin works in Austin. No, it's yeah. fucking I mean, weird. Uber doesn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no yeah uh, it's fucking weird. So, so but, uh, no. Yeah. So, getting back, getting back to the two hundred fifty dollar meal. Okay. Mm. So, I, I, I absolutely one hundred percent agree with you. The service is what matters. That's what you're paying for. Um, the kind of. Paying for a two hundred fifty dollar person, well, let's just go hundred bucks plus a person. Okay, right? Um, you're talking about a meal that is curated. It's something that you're. Um, it's experimental. It's not yeah. something that's like on an average menu. So you need to be prepared for that, and you get to critique those dishes, uh, yeah. and they will probably change over time. Right? Yeah. It doesn't mean it's a bad restaurant. Um, some will hit and some will but, miss, and that's okay. Absolutely, and that's that's perfectly okay. Um, so, so my review of Eleven Madison Park is: it is a fantastic place. You should go, and you will probably be, like in a, in a meal be served something equivalent to the carrot tartare. You won't yeah. like it. Don't judge it based off of that because I had that same experience. To me, it's mm-hmm. still top five restaurant I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, the 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 overall experience though to me and i don't know winston if you feel the same okay. it comes down to the dessert okay okay if All you right. fuck up the dessert course in my mind you you cannot fuck that up like i understand okay. you fucking around with the beef you know serve me carrots it's beef tartare whatever experimental do not fuck up the sweets 
Okay. okay. It's it, it's not that difficult to get a good sweet pairing, right? Mm-hmm. Sweet and savory. Plenty of, you know, taste testers around to tell you this is shit. Mm. Um that's that's the part of those meals that I am like I understand everything prior is experimental. If you fuck this up, I'm really mad. Yeah, let me add another <laughs> like, That makes sense. I that tracks to me. I'm very uh that's not so I so here's how I work when I eat, and it's uh I've been told I'm I'm very fun to eat with, but can also be kind of exhausting. So if I'm enjoying a meal, I'll let everyone know. I'll let people know like I'm like I have a friend who like I went to uh, Peter Luger with less, a couple times my first trip to New York. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I gotta go hit the. Did you take an ATM? You, you took you took an ATM machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, dude. It was not. It honestly was not that expensive. Like it was like probably no, it's not. I just bucks. I, yeah. I just like the fact that it's cash only. Like yeah, it's, it's great though. To me, uh, even today, yeah, I, love it. I love it. I'm totally on board with that because I'm just like yeah, fuck it. Like get fuck. What credit card fees? Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I was like, this is a great meal, and I really enjoyed. It. Of course, I'm gonna love it. But I've also like, if I eat something that really like, so that meal, I was like enjoying it, and you're like, hmm, this is great. I love this. Oh man, this is really good. When I eat something I really love, I will get very quiet and I will start thinking about it to an obsessive, not fun degree. <laughs> And it's like, okay, kind of. It's like, uh, like I will because I will just be like, what the fuck is what is going on here? I I just Mm -hmm. have to start answering questions. Um, and for people around me, they're like, it's kind of annoying because you don't want to like move on to the next thing. (laughs) Like, like the conversation will be happening, (laughs) and I'll just kind of be like, I'm just gonna think about this thing for a little while. You guys do whatever you're doing. Was this your experience at Valentina Sausage? Uh, Valentina's was, no, Valentina's was really fun. I mean, I've just, here's the deal. We all hit an age and you're like, I love bar. Here's the pro- pro- progression of barbecue. You start off okay. and you like pulled pork. Yep, and then, yep. uh, probably late to mid to late teens. You're like, brisket's where it's at. Are you kidding me? And then you're kind of like for a little while, you're like, oh no, but ribs might be it. And then you hit like 28, 30. <laughs> And you're like, yeah. uh, sausage is the only acid, thing worth eating. <laughs> That's it. Acid, resl- acid reflux becomes a thing. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I can't deal with the fatty brisket. <laughs> yeah. But you're just kind of like, you're kind of like, uh, sausage is the most flavorable thing by a mile. Why am I fucking yeah. with anything else? And that's it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and that's kind of it. Um, so that's how I feel like when I ever eat barbecue, I'm just like, sausage is so good. Why? Do- oh, oh, we don't eat it all the time. Cause it'll kill us. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but um, so, so you you say that like it's true. Sausage is the most flavorful, but brisket's not that healthy. Um, yeah, brisket's brisket's also, great too, and harder to cook. It's more of a like sausage is like anyone could take a good sausage, but anybody could do well, sausage. That's the thing, great. though. It's the good sausage part. You have to start out with a yeah. good fucking. Yeah, when you pack. get a good, you sausage, have to start bro. with uh, spice. Uh, the God, spices so matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, uh, when, but like even a bad cheese jalapeno sauce. Like I had Dickies the other day because it's fine barbecue you can get in L.A. It and is I was like totally I was good. Like, I was like, this sausage slaps. It's delicious. This cheese sausage is yeah. so good. Yeah. Like, it you know, but it's, it's like, it's like people in, in, in Texas who hate Rudy's. Uh, like, oh, fuck yeah, that. I'm Rudy's not going to go. Rudy's breakfast. I'm not going to go stand in line 
for some fucking barbecue no. at Salt Lake, like fucking Franklin's, no. whatever. Yeah. Give me some Rudy's. It's fine. Now, Bill Mer- M- Bill Miller barbecue sucks. Yeah. Like Bill, uh, here's what I will say: if you're, there. if you're in the fucking boonies of San Antonio, Texas, Bill oh. Miller barbecue may be your fucking safe haven. I promise you. And it's it satisfies wow. from it satisfies. Ex- from experience. Dude, I can tell San you, Antonio, that bad? Wow, dude. There are parts of San Antonio that are fucking it's a sizable city to have that food. I think they kind of quit on life in parts. I'll show you a map. Yeah. Anyway, kind of... uh, d- dude. To that point, like sausage is such a fucking key part of my barbecue experience. Yeah. So, okay. So down the street from the office, uh, there is a slow bone barbecue in Dallas. Okay. Slow bone. I fucking love their, I love their, their, uh, sausage. Their brisket mm-hmm. is, is, is decent. It's not fucking salt lick level. Like that's not even close in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it's not a strip club, Frank. God damn it. It's <laughs> Frank putting the, putting yeah, the, the brisket is <laughs> double D. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, it's a little fatty for my taste. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, their sausage is good. However, I will say uh, I respect slow bone because they also mm-hmm. won best fried chicken in Dallas like three years okay. in a row. And they're f- I'm on board. like fried, their fried chicken. I, I'm not a, what you were talking about earlier about wings. I fucking, mm-hmm. I hate wings. You know why? The same reason I don't like ribs. I don't like fucking working with a bone. You know what I mean? I like yeah, I just give me meat. That's what I'm here for. Let's let's do yeah. it. I don't want to fucking carve up your work. Show me your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but they're fucking fried chicken. They served me just a, a full ass fucking. It was, mm-hmm. a, it was a thigh and a wing of fried mm-hmm. chicken. Holy shit! That changed yeah, my mind. Good. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you, and, and, and uh, it goes to what we're talking about with everything that we've been talking about for the mm-hmm. last like twenty, thirty minutes about like when it's done right, when it's done like, like with the right right ingredients in the right way, you anybody can appreciate it. Like a layman yeah. can walk up and see a, a, a Rembrandt and be like, "That's eh, fucking pretty good." I guess it's, it seems it seems like it makes sense to me. That's that's fucking art at its finest. Like yeah. now. Then we get into pricing, and we're like, well, I'm not going to pay yeah. fucking $35 for I some would argue, I would argue, I had this big uh, argument, not argument, I kind of got, I got turned on things, so we have a dollar taco is like the big thing in LA, right? Like, we have taco trucks, we have like a lot of like dollar tacos. Uh, and I got, recently, like, I had a talk with uh, a guy named Farley Elliott, not recently, years ago, uh, and he was like, dollar tacos are bullshit, you probably should not eat them and i was like why and he was like you can't pay someone appropriately and have a dollar taco you just can't do it like it's not doesn't work and i was like oh shit i never thought about this like yeah you can't he's like he's like two dollar probably you can pay them okay you can't pay someone for the work they're doing in a proper way and make it like worth their while i under that in la that's true yeah oh it's not true for everyone that pricing obviously changes per right that's so, um, so yeah, a, a, bu- a buck taco a taco in LA in general, like I would agree. You yeah, know what I will but say I do though, think, you can buy but then separate from what go ahead. I was gonna say you buy two tacos, a jack in the box, and then fucking everybody enjoys oh, yeah. that. You know, I can't eat those, man. I have gallstones now and Ooh, uh I'm so I'm sorry. Those are your, what will give you them. I'm sorry for your <laughs> uh, loss. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are I love Jack in the Box taco. Like you want to talk about garbage food I love? Jack in the box tacos hold a very special part part of my heart and okay. I can't I haven't had one in years and I love them. 
They're trash. I, I know they're trash, but they're delicious. Yep. But they're I, trash. I, I, I don't want to divert from Dollar Taco Talk, but I am diverting <laughs> because as a Californian now, yeah. being that you spent 10 years in LA yeah, and like, months in, or- yeah. in Orange County, <laughs> um, you've got to settle this debate. Okay. And it's it's a tough one because right. I have a very strong opinion in this debate. Oh, fuck right. me. Um, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to... Hold on, no, 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 Don't preemptively announce the debate. I know what the it debate is. The debate is already fucking in and out Burger v. Whataburger. Let's hear it. God damn it. Uh, okay, you're one of the few people who's in a unique position to really judge these against each other. Did Brian just turn his? No, I I don't know. I, I I hit my I hit my my. Bri- I think computer. Brian just yeah. fucked this computer I up for the my third computer. time. Um, this cast. I don't know what happened. I uh, shit. This is really hard. So here's what I'm gonna say. For I think Whataburger is amazing. I mm, really okay. enjoy it. I would argue. Whataburger does maybe too many. Like I remember, I always used to love the chicken butter, honey butter chicken biscuit. Well, well yeah, and that's still tasty. But sober, that that item does not hold up. Drunk, oh my god! But when you're sober, you're kind of like, oh, this is a very dry item. I think Frank is. Sticky. I think Frank is pointing. I'm just going to go ahead and steer the conversation this way because I kn- okay. I've had it several times with him it's going toward burger and burger specific like mano y mano pound for pound ground for ground in this case well so we we can we can we can include okay so because because in and out out only does burgers they do burgers fries i understand that's what they i understand so 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 i'll say burger is how i compare but the uh, don't you fucking bring buffalo, up the buffalo no. the buff the buffalo chicken ranch sandwich sends it over. That the is top. not the same thing. That is not the same no, thing. Here's, okay, so here's what I would argue. Here's my <laughs> argument in favor of In and Out. Sure. And this is very okay, dude. This is this beta? The, it's beta. It's yeah, beta. Yeah. I'm gonna. Fucking... This is back to the dining experience in general. Is while. Whataburger is I if we're talking strictly burger v burger, Whataburger is a better burger Whoa. and has more advantages. Okay. Right? Mm. Like that burger is delicious. That burger is very good. It's so much big. Every time I go there, I order a double and I'm like, this is too much. This is so much yep. fucking food. It's almost uh, like then, fantastic and, and, food. It's almost like it's not on, done right. On sauce game, Whataburger is unbeaten. <sighs> like their Absolutely. spicy ranch is amazing. Like we their, already, their sauces are fucking good. Winston, hold on, and hold on, Win- Winstonian. It is in H E B, which speaks hold enough on, volume about on, that hold sauce. Hold on, hold on. We we have yeah. already created the best sauce on planet Earth. That's adding adding blue cheese to our ranch. Yes, true, so, true. Like, what are we? Yeah, even they don't have about that. Not yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but they do listen to the cast, so maybe yeah. tomorrow. Here's uh, my <laughs> argument, though. Is here's where In and Out excels. In and Out yeah. provides a standardized version. Of, what I always think of is In and Out is what McDonald's really wanted to be exactly. and failed at being. And with it, palm that, trees. Yeah, 
But In-N-Out provides you an experience that is unright. Like when you go to an In-N-Out, you are getting exactly what the fuck you expect. Exactly. Sure. You are getting the food exactly the way you want it. You are getting the service <clears throat> is super high quality. Yes. Their restaurants are very clean. Yes. And yep. this is what takes it over the top for me. They pay fucking well. Fuck yeah, they do. Okay. You can make you can make a quarter of a million dollars a year managing an In-N-Out. Think about okay. that. So 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 your 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 entire analysis is the whole so restaurant. It, no, for sure. So the Whataburger is similar, but f from a pay perspective, mm. um, is it? It's not, dude. Yeah, it is. I do. No, it is. It is. Okay, I didn't know if they, they pay that well. That's great. Then well. I'm on board because In and Out. I applied to work <laughs> there when I first moved to California, and this was in 2010. So in 2010, I think the California. Wait, 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 wait. Was it was it L.A. or Orange County? No. This was uh, this was no, this is Orange County. This was down uh, uh, like in Riverside where my brother lived. Okay, uh, got it. This was they were try I think offering the minimum wage in California at the time was 750. I want to say, and they were offering it was 11 starting. And I oh was wow! Like, Holy nice. shit! So and go ahead. So they're always like, I think at least four dollars. Like that's why when you go there and you're like, these people are really working hard and they're all pretty happy because they're all making like really good money and they're all doing work yeah, yeah, that yeah. I think they believe in. So the, you know what? So I've never those are things I have not experienced at Whataburger. Yeah, I run into Whataburger bullshit because they also have to deal with some people that I don't like. It's kind of like, have you guys have either you been to Disneyland or Disney World? Yes. There is a vibe when you go to those places that is per, like pushed forward by the attendees. That's like when you go to Disney World, people are wearing their Mickey ears on the parking lot. Mm. They're fucking excited. They're wearing their shirts. They're bringing the energy mm. of that place into it as well. They're like it's like an echo chamber. Real quick, it's almost like a Bucky's experience when you walk into a Bucky's <laughs> and you see people wearing Bucky's t-shirts and they're happy yeah, to be there. Yeah. Bucky's <laughs> is a Disney branded experience. Yeah. <laughs> We we've yeah. gone full circle. But no, no. Uh, like, so yeah. So I, so I, no. I, I, so Waterburger gets paid well. I don't think like that's. Uh, mm, okay. I heard what I heard was that's fine. Waterburger, uh, like In and Out, has a far superior experience for the customer when they go to one In and Out. They make sense. Go. I think that's not debatable. I think that's that's that one, has to, like, I one hundred percent agree because I can go to the water yeah. the, the In and Out in the Colony and the In and Out in Denton on the east mm -hmm. on the west side and experience the same burger which i appreciate so wild to me that you guys have in and out there now oh it's we have so crazy do we got in and outs like, it, like, i got i got in and out breaking in and outs right now i got so many of them brian yes. brian let's clarify the fact don't you fucking brian is bring pre, up, he is he, don't you bring it up he is predisposed to the worst water burger don't know plural I've, Plural. Ever the heard worst of water burgers? Burgers. Every fucking water burger I go to is garbage town. I guess yeah, I guess his order wrong. They not, not only they get my order wrong. The last time I went to all water burger at fucking nine <laughs> o'clock in the morning, we got our. It was admittedly it was nine forty five, but we got our food at fucking ten thirty. Suck my asshole. Like that is too oh, fucking that is long. A really long time. Like, That's a very long time. At one point, there was there was a good twenty minute gap where we had our food, but we couldn't fucking go because the cars in front of us and their goddamn proprietary double line that they have formed, the cars in front of us didn't have their food. How the fuck do we have oh, our food? What? what the fuck did they order? They ordered spaghetti yeah. at Whataburger. What the fuck is happening? 
It was such a, it's that level of bullshit that I can't fucking stand for. And honestly, what I push for when I see a menu like Whataburger or when I see a menu like In-N-Out that has like eight things on it, boom, done. That's how a fucking fast food restaurant should work. In my opinion. It is nice. Uh, it is nice that they have the whole hidden menu thing. But really, I mean, arguably I like their menu, it's not as, I mean, Whataburger has a notoriously expansive menu. Yes. Uh, but In-N-Out does have like, there's all kinds of options that aren't on that menu. Oh yeah, but and that's that's um, one thing that I I've stopped ordering. I've stopped ordering animal style double doubles <laughs> because honestly, by the time I get on eating them, I'm like, what the fuck did lot. I do to my life? Yeah, but it's a lot. It fucks you up. It's so good though. But it's so good. Ugh. But a double cheeseburger at In and Out, I can eat that, and at the end of it, I feel like a normal human being. I feel refreshed. Yeah. I feel like I'm not Jabba the Hutt. Plus meat. It's less because it I think their patties are only two and a half ounce. So like really a double from them is a single from almost anyone. But you know what else? Um, when I get done paying for that double cheeseburger, it's like a half the price of a fucking water. It is cheeseburger. I, I, I'm, I, this is a very hard one. And I, I, I know that like, I think is it eater did the thing where they did shake shack versus Whataburger versus in and out. And they've landed on Whataburger being the best. Uh, yes. I will argue shake shack has no business in this conversation. Yeah, no, you no, they don't. they don't. No, if, if, if such overpriced bullshit, <laughs> it's, un- it's if it, I, hold on. Wait one second though. If we're having a conversation between shake shack and dairy queen ice cream. Yeah. It's a very different that thing. Might be, that might be a valuable. Ooh. Yeah. That can make sense. Shake Shake Shack has a very, very superior product um, in terms of monthly ice cream releases than Dairy Queen. Like in Shake Shack, you're getting scooped up uh, fucking peach vanilla wafer vanilla ice cream. You know, like it's delicious. You're getting ice cream versus Um, water based frozen product. Yeah. Exactly. And you're talking about a place that's called Shake uh, Shack, not yeah. something called uh, Whataburger or In and Out Burger. Right? I will so, say In and Out. I think Shake Shack, Shake Shack does ice cream really fucking well. Um, I don't think that they do burgers exceptionally well unless you're in Madison Avenue Park yeah. in fucking. Yeah. Here's, uh, here's, here's in what's up. City. You can put all the caveats to it. But. You walk up to Whataburger and you order a fucking cheeseburger and a milkshake. You walk up to In-N-Out and you order a cheeseburger and a milkshake. I would go with In-N-Out a thousand percent of the time. Fuck. I don't I, know that I would. I But see, here's the deal. I've, I, well, I've never had a milkshake from In-N-Out, so I can't. In-N-Out's oh, milkshakes are a very weird thing because they're not. They're not. They're not milkshakes. They are from a machine. But what it gives you is the ability to mix flavors. Yes. So you can get a strawberry chocolate milkshake. Which is out. fucking bomb. That's <laughs> why it's really good. That's why I didn't say Fuck? anything about no, Whataburger's, yeah. Whataburger's flavors. They have a fucking coffee milkshake, a goddamn Dr. Pepper milkshake. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. Shit. No. Give me chocolate. Are you give kidding me, me right now? No, it's fucking amazing. It's like, so you're telling me in 40 years, we're going to have the In-N-Out milkshake man with a documentary about the fact that this guy started selling milkshake machines to in and out. And then <laughs> no, was the first no. person to mix soda I, with milkshake. I know, I know, actively these, online. I, know I know these things uh, are not actual milkshakes uh, at in and out because I have tasted the exact same product at several places in Oklahoma growing up. And that's the Fair nostalgia okay. piece that brings me back. There is no, but, the argument though, of like when, like, you know, like, their fries go into the restaurant as potatoes. Yes. Like that is really 
they're, they're like in and uh, in and out in Five Guys. Wait, hold me, on though. Waterburger doesn't very, do that, dude. No, no, there's no fucking way. Okay, in and out okay. and Five Guys are the only two that I know where the nah. potato, no, the potatoes go. Five into Guys the, is insulting, dude. No, the I'm talking about fries. I'm not talking about hamburger game. Oh, okay, okay, fries okay, are the enough. best thing there. They are like, their burgers are fine. Yeah, their, their fries, their are, fries fucking, are really good. They're banging. Uh, they're, they're fries in and out fries also mm-hmm. suck. Like yeah, they suck. They're fucking the sh- are bad. Those straw cut. I hate those fries. I well, you have to get them. The trick is uh, in and out. You have to ask for them well done. Ooh, that's the key. Okay. Ask for their fries well done. They'll at least then be crispy because usually when they come out, they're just kind of like soggy. Sloppy. Fucking the trick. I mean, my move is I don't get fries there. I, I don't either. I get I get two burgers and I'm like, uh, this is fine. Well, you under you you understand why I said you walk up to the two places the and you order yeah. this because Waterburger fries are. Are fucking better. The problem is, is like I don't know. I crave water. I've lived near Whataburger with it easily accessible for so long now yeah. that it is hard to. And also, I but also I say that like the different like if I go to what if I go to In and Out here, it is an hour and a half commitment because the lines in California are always insane. Welcome to Texas, Winston. They're that bad. Is, They're like that. No, Whataburger's lines are like that. Whereas In and Out, I yeah. literally sat in a. I counted. Uh, I think it was mm-hmm. Saturday before last, I sat in a 20 car line at In and Out, and I was mm-hmm. done in under 20 minutes. Oh wow, that's impressive. Whereas Waterburger, I that's will still I, an insane amount of time. It's still for fast food. Think about it. Whoosh, whoosh, uh, fast for drive through, it's crazy. <laughs> but they are making it to order, and that's that's good oh, at least. Man, this is really difficult but then you for look me. At, then you look at Waterburger. I was the fucking first person. Like I, I didn't have a wait it when I forever. went up to the fucking to the talk part, the talk box. Yeah. And I was there for over 30 minutes. But Whataburger is really fucking good. Okay. You know what? Chicken sandwich aside, because okay. now Fellas, I am craving a goddamn... Fellas, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Brian, Brian, Brian. Brian. <sighs> that fucking buffalo chicken ranch. It's, this isn't... No, but this it's not actually a competition. They're both very, very good fast food establishments. Yeah. Frank, do you and know I think I think what, what makes work? it... No, what makes, <laughs> what makes Brian's experience very unique is he he has two of the in my mind heard of shittiest fucking waterburgers next to it so his frustration <laughs> comes from the one. fact that he orders he doesn't get what he wants it takes too long to order it takes too long to get his food for me i can place a nondescript order on DoorDash and get it within 15 minutes to my house in oh, fucking great. buta let's talk about so, this for so, a second I paid sixty-five goddamn dollars for an Uber ride from downtown Austin through a fucking Waterburger drive-through one night. <laughs> yeah, he and did, he back did. to the fucking to back to Dripping Springs house. He did. This did happen. That this was happen. nonsense. <laughs> Brian, Brian, this was before Gruber <laughs> and Door DoorDash. That was some bullshit, is what that was. That you know what? That might have ruined <laughs> that, my Waterburger experience. Was that funny? my real I'm pretty, I, First off, there was a repayment there, so yes, but. The 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 Whataburger experience that you're having is totally asymmetric and not acceptable. Um, it's you wanna, if you're driving to Whataburger and it takes 20 minutes to get your fucking order, uh, 20. You would, should report that Whataburger. 20. Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> like, it makes I have, no I have, sense. I have a Whataburger within walking, <laughs> legit walking distance from my house, and it would take me mm-hmm. longer to fucking walk there or it would take me longer to get my food at Whataburger than it would take me to walk there and walk back. Yeah. That's what's bullshit. That's unacceptable. And you know what is even more unacceptable? 
I get a wrong order from Chipotle's online ordering system. I fucking tweet them and be like, hey. Give you the money back. They give me the money back plus some. Whereas Whataburger, I will regularly try to troll Whataburger oh, on no, Twitter. They don't, they don't give a they're not fuck. Like, yeah, they're just, what? It's, it is the epitome of North Texas dining, which is, fuck you, there's another person behind you who will sit in your seat. I don't give a shit. And that's what I fucking hate about North Texas dining. <laughs> I remember it with Brian. North Texas dining. It's what it is. Like, <laughs> there was, it started, it, honestly, Winston, full disclosure, it started, it started with a chili. It started the with a, chili's up the street. A well, chili's, tell me. Exactly. No, seriously. Let me explain. Yeah, this, we got three of those uh, Michelin <laughs> stars at the Cracker Barrel. No, yeah, here's, they worked here, there for three years. It's on their apron. <laughs> <laughs> You might be right. That's right. The, they told the, me at the Whataburger I didn't have enough flair. I couldn't get enough burgers. Here's, here's the issue, and explaining it might make sense. There's a Chili's in Frisco that doesn't give a flying fuck, obviously, because it's in Frisco. No one fucking cares. But m- my wife, Mrs. Brian, <laughs> yeah. when she was pregnant, her only like pregnancy cravings were fucking it was goddamn Chili's food. I swear to Christ. It was oh, a that's Chili's. A bummer. Pri- that's a bummer. They're fried pickles. Their fried cheese squares that they had at the time, which uh, their Southwest rolls are good. Southwest egg rolls, Ugh. that was my I favorite. So yeah. I've been to a Chili's twice in the past decade. Ah, because agreed. Uh, You're touching on something. The girlfriend that we've... loves them. Oh, ask Frank how much he tips at Chili's. Go ahead. I'll wait. How much? <laughs> Zero dollars. <laughs> Frank has been banned from Chili's because oof, of this podcast. Oof. Oof, <laughs> that been, is rough. It's it's in his defense it's of it. No, there's a his, there's a whole no. It's not about the bad food. It's about the fact that they make you order off of an iPad. He was, and oh, then yeah, someone, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, someone runs the money out and the food out to you. But outside of that. What am I? What am I really getting here? Okay, that's not automated. Here's a question: You have bad, a, bad deal. You have a Torchy's taco down in Austin. I know you do. I know you've eaten mm-hmm. there. You've also had fuzzy. never. I mean, it's been three times, and it's been when people visited. I like, I like the dollar hey, taco to Winston's point. Torchy's, t- Torchy's taco is fucking no, they're, amazing. They're good. Democrat best fucking thing on the menu. It's fantastic. It is. Yeah, Which the one? Republicans actually pretty good too. The Repo- uh, the Democrat. It's the one. Which is, is that the? Fried chicken one. I've had that fried chicken one. That thing's fucking good. Honestly, I've never had I a think, bad thing at Torchy's. Their queso, I actually think it is. Their yeah. queso in the morning with their breakfast tacos is fucking oh, yeah. phenomenal. It's great. Anyway, but you've been ah. to Torchy's. Torchy's operates in the same way that Fuzzy's does. So if you've never been to Torchy's, you've probably been to Fuzzy's. Do you tip at either of those locations, Frank? Uh, it's been known to happen on occasion. Okay, all right. So, but here's the deal: you tip there, right? Because they're doing the same thing. They're just running stuff out to your table. Brian, Brian, I'm, I'm is this you. is this roast Frank hour? It is, is now because here? you brought you you rolling into this Frank. You brought up Waterburger V in and out, and you knew what this is going to bring. You knew ahead of time <laughs> what this is going to fucking bring. Okay? Now, okay, so so let me be honest, right? So. <clears throat> from a uh, 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 restaurant point of view, okay. if I'm standing in line and I order, right, I'll add the odd 5 to 10%. If I'm sitting on my own seat and I am, uh, you know, handling business on my own, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> That sounds very misleading, I, <laughs> but I know what you no, mean. No, I, I mean, if, mean. I'm, if, if I'm ordering on an iPad... Yes, exactly. Um, I know what you mean. I, I don't go through, you know, for, uh, w- when it comes to tip, I don't, 
I do 0% when it's absolutely terrible. Um, I do maybe 5%, which is the most that I would do at like a Torchies. I, I just don't see the purpose um, of the experience if I am treated as though I'm a drive through window customer. You know, like it's just one cat. If drive. you came and refilled, hold on, wait. If you came and refilled my uh, mango iced tea, which Brian knows is a very sensitive subject that chilies for me. Um, I, have, I've I can go through a half barrel easy. Hours um, we go through. <laughs> yeah, I I could drink absolutely absurd amounts of of the 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 mango iced. I mean, mango iced tea at Chili's. <clears throat> from from here. yes, we are. Oh, no. You from an, nothing from an from an from an iced tea perspective. Oh. Um, that's, I, I mean, that's about an eight on the Frank scale of iced teas, and I'll have easily gallons of it. Okay, in a meal. Okay, so 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 they if you that. refill my iced tea every time you refill it, that's another dollar. Okay, so here's what I was gonna say. The caveat to that is, you go to Torchies, you order a Democrat because yeah. that's the best one, obviously. And I'm filling my own iced tea. And you're filling your own iced tea, but you and the misses have ordered margaritas from the bar. At the time of service, you're not sitting at the bar. Well, there's the there's time. the catch. There's the do, catch. Do we you... only go to the South Congress. What South Congress? Uh, I've been to that one. Yeah, South I've been there. D- doesn't have alcohol. What? So what the fuck? Catch, it's a catch. Catch twenty two. Okay, well that's they un-American. Serve, they serve someone under twenty one, and it's been revoked ever since. You're in the goddamn <laughs> Portland free zone. Okay, we don't fucking acknowledge that Torchy's Taco. That's right. Because right. shut there. it down, yeah, shut and, it down. Well, y'all chanted that obviously after you left, but no, uh, it goes for anything. Do you, for those those items that you walk up and order all at the same time, do you tip based on the drinks that you also order? Dude, I tip all the time. I know you it's tip not, all the like, time. Tip- I'm talking about. I'm talking about at these situations when it's just a waitress or a waiter. Yeah, running out. Absolutely. Order. Okay, you still do. Okay, that's Ab- what I'm absolutely. trying to clear up. But wait, 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 the, wait, wait, wait. The but there, there asking. is a specific thing though. At Chili's, who gets visited way more often than my local fucking taco bar. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> you, you are way, essentially Winston- doubling up on jobs you shouldn't be. And I'm not going to support that. So thus, I don't fucking, like... Fair. I don't tip. It should be noted that Winston took an audible, like, tea sip as Frank was diving into that diatribe. I don't... don't, You should tip everywhere because people don't get paid enough. We don't pay appropriate things in our country. I agree with that statement. uh, Chili's is the devil. (laughs) Yep. I, it really so, no, so no I think it, it really I think, is like I think it's a problem when when we tip places that have an absolute like the ability to pay corner corner on free ma- labor like they they they're sitting there like yeah sure you know like some fancy restaurant is paying a fair wage fine um that's not the point here the point is chili's is still fucking relying on you to tip <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. We shouldn't. Waiters and wait staff should not. Tipping should never be factored into minimum wage. That's just a bad system, right? Mm-hmm. Our system is bad, and everyone gets fucked over because of. Could I? I say this being someone who worked at Hideaway in Stillwater, uh-huh. where we were all paid minimum wage plus tips, and that was a very different experience. 
because uh, you split tips and it makes for a better restaurant, I would argue. As back of house. Oh, everyone. So uh, at Hideaway, I'm sure this is still the way. At least, so that one in Stillwater, the original one is actually a separate company than all the rest. It is its okay. own thing. So I can't speak for any other, but I know at that one, uh, everyone in the house is paid a wage and their salary is set based on how long they've been there, what position they are, all that. And you're Got paid it. in per hour per hour amount. You, uh, as a wait staff, everyone splits tips too. So if it's a busy week, this is and as I've worked as a cook at a bunch of places, the idea that I get a more money when we are slammed is so crazy. Because like I've worked cook shifts where I didn't where I cooked like five things, and I've had cook shifts where I was fucking hammered and I made the same either way. Yep. So the idea that like cooks are actually making more when they're working harder makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely, it's, it's almost. Yeah. But like I, I think incentive. I think the general the general consensus is that front of house splits, and then it's lucky if it gets to the back. Yeah, you know, it like, should be. It should be everyone in the restaurant. Like Absolutely. the hideaway system is the right system, where Absolutely. everyone splits it, and then they do like you would if you had a shift at hideaway, you would show up. Uh, you would wait in there. They have a. I don't know if you guys ever knew this. The hideaway in Stillwater has like an employee lounge. No, I might fucking no. blow y'all's minds about Jesus the hideaway. Christ. Yeah, you're giving us the hideaway in Stillwater insight. has a employee. Like, if you're going into the bathrooms, if you just go the next door, at least when I was there, this was a decade ago. Um, or yeah, about a decade <laughs> the ago. Old man, the uh, old yes, man. The the there was an employee room where like you could take your shift meal. Employees also got crazy rates. We got fifty percent off food when we weren't working, oh, and eighty wow. percent off when we were. Shit. And the reason why you didn't get a free meal when you were is because you'd order crazy shit. Right. Uh, you also got. We also had beers that could be pulled out directly out of our paycheck. So it was a dollar per normal beer or two dollars for six point beers. It's like living uh, at a white barn. It's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, you would go get. <laughs> I, I more than once in my time working there would go get trashed and then go to Stonewall. Like, I would yeah. be like, let's go tie one on at, at Hideaway and then walk over to Stonewall. Uh, <laughs> listeners, you may remember Stonewall from last episode when yeah. we talked about how uh, awesome slash dangerous Stonewall was. It's fantastic. A nightmare place that I really love. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Best yeah. place in Stillwater, in my opinion. But, but then they would, so you'd go there for your shift. You'd go wait in the employee lounge. And then basically as they, they'd be like, hey, I need these five people on. The manager would come and be like, I need these people on. And then they'd be like, hey, who wants to work and who doesn't want to work today? And if you went in for your shift but weren't called up, you could still order your food at the employee discount, at the working discount. So you'd still basically get like a $2 pizza out of it. That's fucking but, so they're So they're, they're incentivized to both keep their staff small so you're not splitting tips among everyone, but also have the ability to use people as you need them. Uh, yeah, 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 it's a very smart system. I mean, that yeah. place. There's a number of reasons why that place ran amazing. Part of it is that the owner would come in and do dishwashing shifts when we were awesome. busy. Like, like that place ran for in a lot of really great ways. Um, also, their managers so, get health insurance. Like, fuck. and that was a decade. Ago yeah, their managers got health insurance. Well, and that's crazy. that's running in a college town too, where yeah. shifts yeah. can with, vary majorly. With, disposable labor yes and they still ran yeah. it as like like that's why if you ever go to go to hideaway in stillwater you'll be like these servers are all like mid 30s yeah. and they're people all, in the back of the house are like 45 they're all theater uh, students what yeah. the fuck is happening why are here? they all here and you're like oh because like it was honestly of jobs i've had the hardest to leave we had days you had paid days off uh there were two company parties a year there holy shit like 
yeah, that place fucking was awesome. <laughs> and I kind of get it. I'm like, yeah, they treat you like a person. And that's very rare. Do all the highways um, in Oklahoma operate that way? Or just uh, no, that I think that's just that one. Okay. So that one's very special. They also, their hiring process when I was there was if you, if you put in an application, this is why they have their culture. Uh, if you put in an application, they hung it on a pin board and then people would write on it like, oh, this guy's great. I really like him. And if people didn't, so basically like you could only be brought in if you knew other people who worked there, which was kind of a way of keeping their own culture like going. Rolling. Uh, yeah, which sucks if you want to break into I was going to but... say, for people like me who fucking don't yeah. make a whole lot of friends in, in industries outside of their <laughs> yeah. personal bubble, but also, that sucks. You would just, it's, but if you just went to Stonewall like four nights in a row, you'd meet half the people. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure. They also I, yeah, I mean, own... that exp- yeah. <laughs> both of those explain why I, my application got rejected. Well, no, for, yeah. I told handily. everybody at Hideaway. That I don't even think... I don't even think my application made it on the billboard. No, I, it yeah. didn't. I took it down twice. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. You're welcome. They, um, no, it was a, uh, a uniquely, like I worked in, so I worked in catering. I've worked in fine dining. Well, relatively, I worked at Rancher's Club. So what, if you call Ooh, that fine dining, it's fine. Dining. Um, I've worked in, I worked at Golden Dragon in store. I also worked at Giuseppe's. Shit. Yeah. Uh, so I've worked like at a bunch of different places of the places I've ever worked. That was the one that I'm like, Oh, this is how it should always run. I don't know why every place doesn't do this. Because uh, like me. it just makes sense. I miss some of the restaurants in Stillwater big time. Like uh, I think about uh, cafe. I'm gonna say that the the Thai Tokyo Cap. Pot's probably my my biggest. This place was fucking good, man. Oh, that place was good. Thai Cafe, I'm a big fan of that. Thai uh, Cafe was excellent. Yep. Um, also all... treated their employees very well. Uh, I have had friends who worked there. They were good to people. You know what? Wild, um, wild, wild story. First time I ever had fried egg, and it was fucking amazing. And I was twenty years old. I had. I it. believe that it was so fucking good. And after that point, anytime I saw fried egg on a burger, on a fucking rice dish, doesn't matter when I saw fried egg, I ordered it, and it was fucking amazing. Also, what was that fucking the the Mexican food place that I love that everyone fucking had? El Vaquero. Cap and Vaquero. El Vaquero. They're both the same. They're, they're Those owned by the same, same restaurant. Literally the same people. I preferred El Vaquero because it was a shorter wait, and that's why I family wait, Mexican. <laughs> family Mexican actually. Yeah. No, it's 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 you're talking about like uh, traditional Mexican restaurant okay. that's not packaged, right? Yeah. So to me. It was like they're serving things. So, okay, I really enjoyed their, um, I guess maybe it's all the everything quesadilla, but it had pineapple and bacon mm-hmm. oh, and chicken. Yeah. Oh, my God. that I haven't had. I haven't that thought of shit. that in a decade. <laughs> that, that shit was, was so stupid good. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. So, and it yeah. definitely had fake American cheese on it. So, Ugh. I will say, um, like, that place deserves slapping it was fucking good i don't even know if it exists anymore but no, for sure they does. opened up okay they had el vaquero and then oh. el tapatio or whatever and one, right? no yeah. el jalisco yeah, was and, my and favorite el, el jalisco, jalisco. Was but my both of them both of them had the same decoration all of them had the it. same decoration it was this fucking like kind of mantra uh uh, uh like it, it, tiki no, torches no, around the place no, it like was, it was fucking I'll, hilarious I'll, I'll describe it this way it was fucking ponchos for anybody else in yeah in, in like 
the the southern states. Uh, yeah, my twenty first birthday was at Alvacaro. That place was El fucking Tap. hilarious. El Tap still exists. Y'all be happy to know. Does it really still open? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, there were two. El I don't Taps. think that place will ever close. Yeah. It's like that place is just a money machine. Do you remember like, the El Tap that, that was just as like? It's on not highway, bad food on, on Highway fifty three, yeah. like right there by the, all the car car places. Mm-hmm. But then there was another mm-hmm. El Tap. Like yeah, on there the were south two. side of town that was like in an old like fucking oh. I don't know florist yeah. place or whatever the fuck it was in the yeah. in the hoity toity part the, the the residential part of town. Yeah. But El Jalisco was my favorite because it used to be like a fucking yeah. um, like a moo cow burger, but it was right next to G Unit where I lived. And mm. it was just a short yep. walk by the fucking uh the Little Caesars and the power plant. And then you're right mm. there at Elvac. And I used to I remember I spent my finals my senior year the fall finals, I took a final that I knew I failed because I only showed up to like three classes. Um, and then I forgot that there was a fucking final. Anyway, I knew I was going to fail it. So I took it at 10 a.m., went to fucking Murphy's at yep. at 10 and drank with some homeless yep. people. Wait, 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 wait. You're get discrediting J.R. Murphy's. Oh, it was J.R. Yeah. Murphy's. I very, <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. It was Willie's because it was across the street. I remember I, I didn't have. Oh to, well, then you were just wrong. <laughs> no, I remember I didn't have to cross the street when I walked. Willie's from... was the country spot, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I What's did... the one? There's one of them I never. I only went into the place that had the limeade thing. Yeah, it's uh, the fucking copper penny. Oh yeah, yeah, I've only been in there once in my. I was like, Same. listen, I I, I you, had friend, embraced that's... my blackness till that point, and then I, I but even I was like. Yeah, this I'm is not too going white. in there. It's like, no, buddy, I am buddy, not going in there. Winston. That, that Sprite that sprite Limeade bullshit thing in there that they sold, I, yeah. I went in one time and ordered it, and I snuck it out. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. that place is insanely Winston, weird. Winston, like, it's Winston, so fucking weird. Frank yeah. is an actual African-American. I am a yeah, pure-blood yeah. white person, and uh, that place is way too white for me. I yeah. was like, get the fuck out of here with this bullshit rodeo nonsense. I went in there one night. Yeah. It was graduation night, and I left there and did the the black, uh, the the fucking clove cigarette choo-choo train yeah. on all the way down 6th Street <laughs> and over to uh, Stonewall. Anyway, no, uh, I, 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 I left. Went to fucking Willie's, drank myself silly until like maybe two o'clock in the afternoon. Had a roommate's girlfriend drive us uh, over to El Vaquero, where I or El El Jalisco, sorry El Jalisco, where I ordered and realized that I was too drunk to be in public, <laughs> and I dropped I dropped thirty dollars on the table and I was like I don't know how much it is but here is your money here's money, here's yep. money and bring it back to me I'm gonna be at the apartment and I threw up basically from El Jalisco to G unit and then pass out on one of the four futons that we had in the living room of G unit. Cause college That's the best. on the side of Mike's truck. No, that was a different night, Frank. Uh, that was, oh, okay. that was my last yeah. night at Staples when the Staples Wait. crew got me drunk and I threw up all over Mike's truck. Oh, awesome. fair enough. Wait, fair which enough, Mike? Enough. Wait, did I know this Mike? Um, yeah, you did, but you, I don't think you know that you did. Mike has a very, not, not rice. No, no, not rice. That okay. piece okay. of shit. I hope he fucking. <laughs> Wait, did he have black hair, Mike Rice? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, he he he's yeah. he's a fundamental part of the time I got too drunk and went to class. Oh, I'm sure he was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did something bad happen in your life? Mike Rice is probably involved. No. Hold up. Wait. 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 Let's save that for the next podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Remind me to tell that story. I yeah, I got drunk and ordered pizza for my class. 
Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Also, on the next time that you're on, we'll talk about the time that I was your sober driver when you were sober. Anyway, yeah. all that and more on the next podcast when Winston joins us. Uh, as for tonight, I'm going to hit us with a little a little nice outro, okay? Uh, Winston, um, I'll, I'll close this out, then I'll pass it on to you so Frank can tell us some bad dad joke as we head <coughs> out of this podcast. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for listening uh, to this uh, mega cast, as we're going to call it. Um, I've had a fucking blast. Thank you, Winston, for joining us. Uh, Villain, thank you for hopping on. Frank, as always, you were here. Uh, thank you for listening, listeners. Uh, be sure to check us out over on our social media pages uh, Instagram, at NoBeerLeftCast. That's where I've been putting in the hard work. Um, over on Twitter, we have two handles for you to follow, at NoBeerLeftCast and at NBLBBeer. Um, if you want to know things about beer, that would be the one to follow. The other one is um, how to get kicked off Twitter uh, for telling people to fuck off on like Pedialyte ads. That's what we do. That's what we do, and we take pride in that. And we hope you take pride in listening and subscribing to our podcast by going over to iTunes, the podcast app, uh, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. So uh, we know that you love us. It feels good to be loved. Okay, think of that. Think of that rating and review as a nice hug for us. We appreciate it. Okay, for Brian in North Texas. Until next time, I am out. Winston, this is when we pass it over to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> this has been a blast. Uh, yeah, check out my stuff. Is this right? Am I supposed to plug everything now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, check out. I'm at Winstonius on all the things. Check out the podcast I'm pushing. Things are going great for me with Jake Claude Deering. Uh, yeah, that's it. This has been so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Winston, thanks for joining us. We had a great time. Uh, hopefully, we can do this again. Yeah. Uh, additionally, <clears throat> you know, from a from a full on firm dad joke perspective, um, one of my buddies the other day said, "Hey, um, saw you work walking to the bar the other day." I said, "Yeah, it's five minutes from my house, uh, but the the walk back takes forty five minutes because I'm staggering." Um, he was not a fan. So I'm out. Peace.